Dago Wab, Guinea, Garlic Bread, Pizza Sling, and Spaghetti Bennett, Victor Moan, Perry Como, Luchado Pavarotti, Solo Meal, Non Singer, Motherfucker. You gold teeth, gold chain wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey ate, baboon, big thigh, fast running, high jumping, spear chucking, 360 degree basketball dunking, titsoon spade mulling yarn. Take your fucking pizza, pizza, and go the fuck back to Africa. You little slanty-eyed, me no speaky American, own every fruit and vegetable stand in New York, bullshit Reverend Sun Young Moon, some Olympic 88 Korean kickboxing sabadam bitch. You Goya bean eating 15 in a car, 30 in an apartment, pointy shoes, red wearing, menudo, meet a meet a Puerto Rican cocksucker, yeah, you! It's cheap. I got good price for you. Now catch it. How I'm doing? Chocolate, ego cream drinking, bagel and deluxe, banana for this Jew asshole. Yo! Hold up! Time out! Time out! Y'all take a chill. You need to cool that shit out. And that's the double truth. This week on the podcast, buy some pictures from Smiley, get a can of Miller High Life, and buy 20 D Energizers from the Korean grocers. That's right. This week, we're talking about Do the Right Thing on 100 Movies I Love. I'm Jason Martin. I'm Paul Conlon. I'm Leah Means. I'm uh, here from another planet, <laughs> Carrie Means. I was going to say which planet. You know, Paul, which plan I'm going to say. Not anymore. I'm, I'm going to uh, not say that. Yeah. Carrie Means here. Is yeah. the word dick involved? Yeah. No, you don't know dick. Somebody's dick trying planet. to get dick ripped off. Sorry. Paul here hasn't seen many episodes of my show. But I just saw one. I was yeah. hunger for us, so yeah. we just turned him on to Dickisode. Yes. The uncensored version. Yeah. Longberger from Dick Planet. Yeah. Absolutely. He's got to yeah. get back to Dick Planet. But anyway, <laughs> which I've seen we're not here to times. talk about dicks. Yeah. Funny story related to that, by the way. Okay. Uh, a long time on my IMDb page, I was known as Dick Means. <laughs> and my wife here was very unhappy about that. So I said, baby, 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 it's okay. All I got to do is put the word B-I-G in front of it. <laughs> Get it? Big Dick Means. She wasn't happy about that either. Well, <laughs> maybe she is at night. <laughs> but anyway, that's not the story. So I'm, fig I'm, we're trying to figure out why I was listed as Dick Means for the longest time on IMDb. Yeah, I think I figured it out. If you saw the credits for the episode, mm -hmm. Dick episode, everybody's name is Dick Snyder, uh, Dick Willis. Dick oh, Dick really? Dick. No. So some intern is sitting there typing in right. my information for IMDb, going, "Oh, his name D I C K. Okay, M E A N S. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for the longest time." I was known as Dick Means mm -hmm. on IMDb. Not that it wasn't true. Sometimes I can be a dick, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going way, way off topic here. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Welcome to this thing. 100 movies I love. 100 yeah. movies he loves. Yes. And uh, so we're talking about do the right thing. You have the uh, opening saxophone. And the credits and, and the dancer Perez dancing. Okay, do you know how she got that role? Um, Spike Lee met her at some club, club. and she, she like, was dancing on top of a speaker. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Want to be in a movie?" She's like, 
Okay, puppy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's that? What's that joke at Family Guy where he's like, "And I taught Rosie Perez elocution lessons." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like you didn't do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says that's nothing to brag about. Yeah. Yes, Rosie yeah. Perez, great, great actress. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. Her first and movie. Yeah. He discovered her. Yeah. Like, like we said, dancing mm -hmm. in a club on top of speaker. I'm mm -hmm. assuming she had clothes on. Probably. Some, some few clubs I've been to. Let me tell you. They, they had sexy legs contests over this club in East St. Yeah. Louis, Illinois, that I went to. And yeah. everything was showing, including the legs. Oh, okay. And this was just for sexy legs. I'm not saying that Rosie Perez was dancing nude on the top of the speaker. Maybe she was. Yeah. Maybe they got it apart. I don't know. Yeah. But that's between Spike and her. Yeah. Let me shut up now before I get sued by <laughs> Rosie Perez. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and the movie opens after the credits. The movie opens up with uh, the DJ. Mr. Senior Love Daddy. But wait, wait, wait. Let's back back up again. Uh -huh. they're, they're playing the, the, the theme yeah. song of the movie Fight the Power. Fight the Power, yeah. Which is by Public Enemy. Yep. P.E. Chuck D. Flavor Flav. Y'all know the group. Terminator X. Yeah. Terminator X, yeah. He was in the group at the time. Yeah. I don't think he's any longer a part of yeah. the group for whatever reason. Yeah. But they just re-released a new version of that song for really? 2020. Oh, really? Fight okay. the Power 2020, yeah. Yeah. Google that. Yeah. Of whatever it is you kids do today. Yeah. So there has been a re-release of that song. Oh, okay. An anniversary. Well, I think it's very apropos mm -hmm. yeah. for 2020. Yeah. yeah. For public getting to say fight the power again. And there's some yeah. guest rappers on there. I can't remember the names of off the top of my head. Okay. But if you look at that up, you can listen yeah. to the track. It's on YouTube. Well. Fight the power 2020. Public anyway. Enemy is my favorite rap group. And really? I yeah. didn't know that. Absolutely. That's all we've been through. You just not yeah. telling us. And <laughs> I think a lot of it is because of this movie. Because this movie, I mean, this song. I mean, it was an iconic time. Yeah. It was 1989, as the song says. Yeah. I was in college. Yeah. During the time this movie came out. Yeah. And we went to a pizza place. It mm -hmm. wasn't called Siles. Yeah. It was called Pizza Quick. Yeah. Bob. Mm -hmm. Bob Pizza Quick. Pizza Quick Bob's. I can't remember Bob's last name. Rest in peace, Bob. Yeah. But he would make these pizzas thin as like on a little cracker. Yeah. With a little cheese, a little meat, a little sauce. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would. The only place that you could get um, three percent beer in Missouri mm -hmm. on Sundays was Pizza Quick Bars because it was a blue law going on in Missouri right, back right. back then right. that you couldn't get beer on Sundays unless you went to yeah. a bootlegger or whatever. Yeah. So we would we we being college students, we would go to Bob's Pizza Quick mm -hmm. and drink three percent beer and eat two percent pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's another story. I'll mm -hmm. maybe maybe I'll refer to Bob's later. There's a lot of stories about Bob's. <laughs> yes. It's no um, longer in, in effect. It's defunct now. Bob's closed. I don't know what the kids are eating up there at Lincoln U. Now, my alma mater, Lincoln University, Jefferson City, Missouri. But that's another, another story. Go ahead, sir. Continue with the old discourse. Right. But yeah, it opens after the credits. It opens up on the DJ, Mr. Senior Love Daddy. Played by Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And he says, "We love we love radio." Is the name of the state? What he calls it? And uh, okay, was that his first role, or was it in Coming to America? Nah, that wasn't his first role. Uh, Coming to America Coming was to also America. before this. Also, what about Jungle Fever? Jungle Fever was after this, yeah. And but Coming to Good America, and Good I think Coming to this. America was the first one where we saw him. School Days was right on. Well, Coming to America was 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 eighty eight. This is eighty nine. So when was School Days? It was before this movie. School days, yeah, was school days before, was, yeah, yeah. Before did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's a good one, too. Is that on your list? No, no. What? I like it, but nah. Ah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he, I mean, definitely uh, Coming to America was, you know, the year before. So 
Um, but it's definitely an early role for him where he certainly wasn't uh, super well-known. Senior love daddy. Yeah, and he says, today's forecast, hot. Today's temperature is going to hit a over 100 degrees, so there's Jerry Curl alert. Stay in the house or you have a permanent plastic helmet on your head forever. <laughs> now, speaking as a person who used to have one of those, mm -hmm. I never wore mine outside the house. Okay. Just FYI for all you people who are not familiar with Jerry Curls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if you did wear it outside the house and 90 plus degree heat, he was pretty accurate. You might have a permanent oh, yeah. plastic cap on your <laughs> yeah. head because uh, I, I never understood people who never took their caps off because you're just supposed to sleep in them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you see, if you see coming to America, you know what that right can soul do glow <laughs> to a pillow. Yeah, but I, my 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 stuff was never greasy like that. I had I had a clean curl. Yeah, clean <laughs> Jerry curl. My senior high school yearbook picture proves it. Yeah, it wasn't dripping all over the collar. You know, <laughs> I kept mine clean. You know. Yeah. No, my 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 hairstylist yelled, "Oh, you gonna have a good curl? You gonna have a curl? No curl. Uh, lens flares from your hair." That. <laughs> yeah. No, no pillowcases soaked in Jerry Curl juice. No, yeah. So. <laughs> Cause the cap. You wore the cap. You slept in it. Then you yeah. took it off in the morning. You didn't walk out the house, even though a lot of people did. Yeah. Walk around the streets wearing a Jerry Curl cap. And that was pretty ghetto. Anywho, <laughs> go ahead. Um, and right after this, we see uh, Smiley uh, walking down the street. Uh, you know, selling pictures of Malcolm and Martin. And uh, you know everyone in the neighborhood knows he knows who he is and uh, stutters. Yeah, he stutters. I can't remember the actor's name, but he yeah he was like a playwright or something. Huge Roger Gunnever Smith. Yeah, and he worked in school days with Spike Lee. And this part I was reading trivia was not originally in the script. No, it was not. But then Spike wanted him in. He wanted to be in, so they. They wrote him in. Part, and he mm -hmm. basically created the whole character himself. Mm -hmm. And uh, the stuttering, all that stuff was on him. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You do your homework, Paul. I like that. I, I, yeah. It's all on IMDb trivia. I like reading it because. Uh, yes, sometimes... he was written in at the last minute. Mm -hmm. Smiley, the character Smiley was written in mm -hmm. at the last minute. It's a great piece of trivia. Mm -hmm. If you know your movie trivia, uh, mm -hmm. Danny Aleo mm -hmm. Sal. Mm -hmm. Is that Michael Rappaport playing one of his sons? No, uh, Totoro. Totoro. John Totoro. Who's the other guy? And, uh, uh, Richard, uh, Richard Edson. Edson. Richard Edson. Edson. Yeah. And the great Ozzie Davis. Yeah. The playing mayor. the mayor. And mm -hmm. Ruby D, his wife in real life. Mother, mother sister. sister. His mother sister. Yeah. Spike Lee's sister, actual real right. sister right. in real life. What's her name? Joey Lee. Joey yeah. Lee. Yeah. And Bill Lee. And uh, I want to say, is it Branford or Winton? Marcellus. Uh, Branford. Yeah. Branford. Branford and Bill. Back when Bill Lee was doing all the musical scores for Spike Lee's films, this was mm -hmm. one of them. Yeah. And after a certain point, Bill Lee stopped scoring his son's films. I don't know what the problem was, but mm -hmm. some type of rift between father and son, I guess. But after a while, he stopped scoring them. Okay. But this was one of the ones he did. Yeah. Like Mo Better Blues was another one. Which mm -hmm. was right after this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, Bill Lee. I, I, I remember Bill Lee scoring a lot of, you could tell Bill Lee's work if you listen to mm -hmm. any soundtrack from any Spike Lee. Very jazzy. Yeah, mm -hmm. from, from Do the Right Thing to School Days to Mo Better Blues. Mm -hmm. But after Mo Better Blues, I think that was the last time they collaborated on mm -hmm. a movie soundtrack as far as Bill Lee being involved. Was it in Jungle Fever, Fever, you think? Yeah, yeah, Jungle Fever. But I, was, I think Jungle Fever was before Mo Better Blues, wasn't it? 
I think Mo Better mm-hmm. Blues was next, and then Jungle Fever. With okay, you might, you might, you might have me there, Paul. I don't, I don't <laughs> know the chronological order, but I know they stopped working together at some point. <laughs> and if you even look at, if you watch the Five Bloods, which is Spike's latest yeah, project, came out on Netflix, the late great Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. If you saw that, have you seen it? I haven't that? seen it yet. No. You got to check it out. It's pretty good. This came out like three weeks ago or whatever on Netflix. Oh, it's been out a couple of months. Yeah. I watched it before the tree almost killed me on Father's Day. <laughs> okay. Moved over here. But yeah, it's been out for a few months. Oh, okay. But um, it's good. It's good. But anywho. Yeah. Um, I like the, the, the scene where Mookie's walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And I just really recently noticed this. He's wearing the Jackie Robinson yeah, 42. 42 jersey. Yeah. yeah. Which is another great film. Yeah, Chad with Bozeman starring. Right. Is, have you seen that one? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm great, a huge great. That's what turned me on to Chad with Bozeman. Yeah, that performance, and then he followed it up with playing James Brown and Get On Up. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh man, I, I'm a huge that, baseball fan. You so. see that one? You see either one of those? I guarantee you to be on your list. Yeah, you, you might have to bump somebody off for those two movies alone. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot of people who only know him from Black Panther are going to be like, yeah, he doesn't really have that accent. What? There's what? another one. There's another one on Netflix called Message from the King. Damn good. Check that one out. Hmm. There's another one he just recently did. We're still talking about Chadwick Boseman, 21 Bridges. That's another good one. He plays a cop mm-hmm. who's dealing with a bunch of corruption and the heist. Hmm. All, all good. one time. Yeah, all at one time. Corrupted cop. He's dealing with the corruption within the police department and he's dealing with a heist. Good, 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 good. The guy, the guy, to me, never didn't make any bad decisions in his mm-hmm. career. Yeah, as short lived as it was. But anyway, we're we're talking about doing the right thing when I talk about Chadwick Boseman. But the forty two jersey made me go there. Yeah. So, yeah. forgive me. Oh, that's all right. Um, <laughs> and uh, you see, like, yeah, Mookie, you know, counting the money, and his sisters there sleeping at the time. You don't know that's his sister. You're kind of maybe supposed to assume it's his girlfriend. Well, he does mention. Right. The brother and sister in that very scene, right, right, or in one of the scenes, they're together. Yeah, it's like I'm your big brother. You're gonna talk to me like that, right, at the end of the scene. But at first, I think you're supposed to assume they're they're, you know, a, they're couple. a couple. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. kind of would assume that, right, right. But looking at their faces, you're like, hey, you kind of look, yeah. But you know, sometimes couples end up looking like each other after a while. Yeah, but yeah, that that's his actual real life sister. She was in school days as well. She was one of the jigaboos <laughs> in school days. Mm-hmm. The thing, the thing with school days was it had this class gentrification mm-hmm. thing going on. This is a real thing mm-hmm. in college. Some sororities and maybe even some fraternities had something called a brown paper bag test. Mm-hmm. You put up a brown paper bag. If your skin is darker than that oh, brown yeah. paper bag, yeah. you can't be a member of this organization. Yeah. So. Yeah, interracism occurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned about that from Dubbing Caribbean in Cincinnati. No, no, sorry. The Frank's Place. Uh, oh, Tim Reed. Tim Reed's, Reed's so, follow up show to that. Uh, it was in New Orleans. The brown bag thing. Brown bag test. Yep. I, I, had, I, I dated a woman for a while who tried to become a member of this. I'm not going to say the sorority, but y'all know who y'all are probably. She wanted <laughs> to join this particular sorority because her mother was a member. Mm-hmm. So she figured she'd be a legacy, but that's what you call a legacy. If one yeah. of your parents is a member I was of this a organization. Too. Yeah, yeah. Then you're yeah. supposed to be all but see what, what a lot of legacies don't realize is that will make your life a whole lot harder <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when you pledge. But yeah. anywho, I digress. So anyway, that was the thing mm-hmm. back in the head, they might still do it. Yeah. I don't know. The brown paper bag test. Yeah. If you're darker than this bag, you can't join our organization. Sorry. Which is totally wrong, totally BS. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Yeah. 
I mean, I've fought for all kind of uh, members to join my organization. And I, I knew which ones were just what we call T-shirt wearers as well. Mm -hmm. But I digress again when I talk about <laughs> school days here. We're talking about do the right thing. Okay. But that just, that just led me to that. Because yeah. we were talking about skin pigments and I was talking about um, Spike Lee's sister being a Jigaboo. Yeah. That's what the that's what it was in that movie. The Jigaboos were like the dark pro black sisters, and the wannabes were the the light skinned girls who mm -hmm. press their hair and try to look white. Oh, okay. And yeah. he he even went so far as to put them in different hotels while they were filming. Oh, really? So he put the wannabes in a nice Hilton, mm -hmm. and he put the Jigaboos in like the Holiday Inn. Yeah. <laughs> Motel Six is over here. Yeah, you know, say so he got them in the character that way. Okay, which worked apparently because they were at odds in the film. But anyway, mm -hmm. so we are still talking about Spike Lee, so I guess that's relevant. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, go on. Well, we have a scene where Sal and his sons uh, pull into work. Uh, he's got a white Cadillac, and uh, one of, one of them says, uh, um, you know, one of them says mentions about the AC guy if he's coming today. So you're already setting up the scene that it's hot. And the AC is not working in a pizza place either. And then one of the uh, the three three guys, the old guys that sit sit on the sidewalk across the street. One of them says, "I got to get me a Cadillac like that." And uh, oh, you know, one I know one of the three guys is yeah, the late great Robin Harris. Yeah. Right, yeah, Robin Harris, comedian, yeah, baby's kids, sweet, sweet Dick Willie. Sweet Dick Willie is yeah. the name. Yeah. I can't I can't think of the other two. Paul Benjamin and Frankie uh, Faison. Frankie Faison. Yeah. And one of, wasn't one of them in Crooklyn? Wasn't one of the dad in Crooklyn? Uh, I'm not sure. If it wasn't Frankie, it had to be Benjamin. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember. One of them might have been the dad in Crooklyn, but I'm not yeah. really totally Frankie sure. Frankie Faison's been in a bunch of stuff, so but might have been him. Yeah, those are all great character. The other two are great character actors. And Robin Harris, of course. This is our second Frankie Faison. This is our second. Comedian, we all know. We just did Silence of the Lambs, and Frankie Faison's in that. He plays one of the guards. He doesn't do much. He's the guard that lets lets her in and says, "I put a set up a chair for you." He doesn't do when much. She first meets uh, he has a he's seat. in there, right? That's a good scene. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's going to be in at least one or two more movies. We do for sure. Um, Frankie Faison is. Have you ever seen Crooklyn? I never did see it. No, you should check it out. It's no. good. It's good. No. I, I, I'm I'm almost positive that he's the father of Crooklyn. I could be wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I might be thinking about another actor. But anywho, so mm -hmm. yeah, Robin Harris is one of the ones that's sitting over there on the brick yeah. wall. Yeah, but he, he has a couple kids. of good scenes where he gets to rip. Yeah, and do yeah. some of his comedy stuff. Oh yeah, he's he's great. I mean, tell a few jokes. You know, oh, that's that's the thing. Kids. Oh man, another life cut short. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he died like well, the he next, was at the, the epitome the of his year, career. Man. Yeah, he yeah. was like on top mm -hmm. of the heap. Yeah. Find him dead in a hotel room somewhere in Vegas or something like that, I think. Yeah. But you know, stars shine and then they burn out quick mm -hmm. sometimes. But anywho. And uh in this we meet uh, mother sister, uh Mookie Ruby Robin D. Street talks to her, yeah. Ruby D. And um Mookie walks into the pizza place and uh Penis says, Mookie, you're late again. You just live up the block. What's wrong? Is your Cadillac broke? <laughs> And uh, this is John Turturro's. Yes. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Pino. Yeah. Pino is John Turturro's guy. Yeah. Who's the other brother? Um, Richard Edson. And it's uh, Vito. Vito is his character. I, I couldn't remember his name because yeah. somebody was asking me, was that Michael Rappaport? And I'm like, I don't know. Similar vibe, but no. I think so. No. So I had to thank you. Yeah. Clearing that up for me. And then the, the mayor walks into the pizza place asking for what? Ozzie Davis. Yeah. Ozzie Davis. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
No, well, let, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Sal asks Pino to sweep out front. Right, right, right. Then Pino tells yeah. Vito right. to sweep out front. Right. And Vito's sitting leaning against the car with his headphones on. I bet Pop just asked you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, he did. He did. Yeah. It's like, no, oh, no, no. I want you to do it. Like, no, I Pop asked you to do that. Pop. Yeah. And then yeah. and then Sal says, in a little bit of foreshadowing, I'm gonna kill somebody today. Yeah. Yeah. Before they go into the shop. So yeah, he up. does. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and then he ends up paying giving the mayor. And then the mayor, to, he gives the mayor a dollar to sweep out front. Yeah. And then uh Spike shows up and you hear Pino say, Why do you get this Azu Pep a dollar? Yeah. To sweep out front. And Spike Lee goes, Azu Pep, what is this Azu Pep? Yeah. What does that mean, Azu Pep? Any Italians in the house know what Azu Pep means? I don't know what Azu Pep means. No, no, I don't actually. Obviously, it's some derogatory yeah. term to describe a person of color. Yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. Moulignan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway. Um, um, and then uh, a little bit after this, we meet uh, Ahmad and his crew, which is Steve White and then Martin Lawrence and the other guy. Martin Lawrence. I had to quiz my wife on this. Yeah, I believe it's Martin Lawrence's first movie role. I think so. It yeah. probably was. Yeah. For some reason, he had a lisp, but yeah. his tongue never stayed in his mouth. Yeah. I don't know if that was a choice. He had some kind of a grill him. on front. I, could tell it was, it was I don't know if it was ca a character else. thing or if it was just he needed some dental work. I think it was a character thing just to make him sound a little, a little off or whatever, make him sound thinner. I guess they was trying to do an homage to the Cosby kids or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. But, hey, maybe Martin needed some teeth straightening back then. Who knows? Yeah. And then I, I know there's a scene where one of the other characters says, Won't you family with your ears? Yeah. Because they yeah. made a joke about his ears yeah. in that movie, Do the Right Thing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, for, I actually forgot about the fact that he was in that until mm -hmm. recently rewatching it with my wife. I was like, Hey, baby, yeah. who, who that is? And I was just like, uh, Martin? <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Mm -hmm. They said his show was supposed to be coming back, but really? I, don't, I don't really believe that. When I heard the way it ended, I don't, I don't see that coming back. <laughs> I don't know if you heard what I heard, but uh, no, no, there, was, there was some sexual harassment stuff going on with him and Tisha Campbell. Oh, really? Oh, well, uh, the the most recent Bad Boys movie seems to have done very well, so I'm sure there'll be more. Yes, the, there was a lot of fat jokes about him and the new Bad Boys movie. It's like it looked like. He is a little pudgy. He looked now. like he ate Big Mama. <laughs> so people, you know how people, cruel people can be on social media. Yeah. They're talking about how chubby he got. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. Will Smith and Cosby working. Martin sitting back. Yeah. Eating cheesesteaks and chilling out, counting the residual checks from, from Martin. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know he's getting them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's hell. Martin still airs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still, it's still on the, it's still uh, in syndication. But anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, right after this, we meet uh, Radio Raheem. Bill and, Nunn. Uh, yeah, Bill Nunn, yeah. Bill Nunn, and, the late, great Bill Nunn, who yeah. was also in Spider-Man as Robbie Robertson. Yeah. He was also in uh, New Jack City, the Dutter Man. The Dutter Man, he stuttered. New Jack City's on my list. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. It mm -hmm. should be. Why mm -hmm. not? I also remember him from uh, Regarding Henry, the Harrison Ford movie. He was the, uh, the main caretaker when he had ah man that that's a good movie regarding henry good movie when he always would do the ritz painting of the ritz crackers he was like well, you like ritz crackers don't you <laughs> but that wasn't the reason why he was painting ritz crackers 
Mm-hmm. But I won't spoil it if anybody's ever seen regarding oh. him or hadn't seen it. But yeah. Yeah, there's it's mm-hmm. a very significant thing about the Ritz cracker paintings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we see in the Korean grocers, we see the mayor in there uh saying Trying where, to get a where's the Miller High Life? Can a Miller High Life. Doctor, yeah. go yeah. get some Miller High Life in this fucking drink. <laughs> so this ain't Korea or China or wherever you came from. <laughs> and he's looking for his You Miller buy something else, you buy another beer. Yeah. It tastes like cold pop liquor. Yeah. Which yeah. is right. Miller Lite does taste pretty watery. <laughs> well, we have this thing at our place up the street where, see, we have to go to a certain place to get his alcohol because he likes a certain kind of beer and yes, that's I the do. one he likes. So, and I get upset like the mayor when they don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. so like we usually we used to go to Kroger all the time and they'd have like two for $9, but now it's two for 10 But the place up the street, they recognize that that's the beer we get. Mm-hmm. And they started stock. They had it stocked in one little slot, and then they started stocking it in two slots. But now they grab four of them and they put them in a cardboard thing, mm-hmm. and they wait for us to come in. They go, "You want your thing? Yep, yeah, we want it." And they'll go in the back and they'll go grab the big cardboard thing, bring it out, put it mm-hmm. there. It's always less than because Carrie Frylock means is the mayor of Northeast Atlanta. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and the mayor got to have his particular beer, and it's always less than Kroger. And the cigarettes are less too, which is pretty amazing. That's well, that's sure. for you. I don't, you know. Yeah, <laughs> those things are bad. And they for you. always keep, smoke cigars, kids. They're much better. And they always keep his ginseng because they know he likes it, mm-hmm. and they say that he's the only one who buys it, but they make sure that they have it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was the only one that bought a few things in there, but apparently they sold out of some things that I need. Well, that's because of COVID, so there's like this one thing. COVID. Everything's COVID. Everything. It's COVID. It's always COVID. COVID 2020. Oh I think gosh, it's because it's it gets COVID. brought in from Ecuador or something, <laughs> and then like something's going on with the shit. My cats are having their wild kitty hunting craze. They're <laughs> like asking where everybody is every five minutes. I think they're looking for Bruce. He's in the corner. <laughs> no, they want attention. That's their plan. Well, I did give them kitty treats, so they're good with that. Well, they got they got kitty treats that have uh, catnip in them. So. Mm-hmm. And they have catnip <laughs> they by the way. And they have catnip. Mm-hmm. We keep our cats, cats are drug addicts. Yeah, we keep them high all the time. <laughs> yeah. You are good cat owners. Yeah. <laughs> you have cats? Oh, yeah. How many? Uh, too many. Uh oh. There's more than three. three. It's too many, right? Yeah, we just have the three. That's but she wants we're... another one. <laughs> yeah, at some point. Like if somebody says, hey, I've got this kitten and I have to get rid of it and it ends up on our doorstep. Yeah, know, what if it's it. a girl? Well, I mean, they're, they don't, they're fine. With that was her cats. rule. When we got these three, she's like, no girls. Well, that was because of ISIS. She couldn't, she couldn't deal with other girls because they, uh, they would bother the shit out of her. I just thought you had a. She's problem. my old lady. Girl cats. Yeah, it was. She had a problem with girl cats. What cats she didn't care about? They were fine. Well, she had a problem with other cats. Period. She used to pop them on the head all the time. Yeah, but they left her alone. That's (laughs) yeah. They knew better. They get swiped. Anyway, we're not talking about cats. (laughs) Talking about do the right thing, doctor. Um, So we have mother and sister, uh, mother sister, and the mayor arguing. And uh, the mayor says, "You've been yelling at me for eighteen years. Whatever I've done to you?" And she says, "You're a drunk fool." Says, "Besides that." (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I love that little line there. Um, and then this is where we meet uh, Tina, which is Rosie Perez. But wait, wait, wait! He tells yeah. her before he walks away. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be nice to me. Yeah, or at least be civil. Yeah, yeah. That's but another who, foreshadowing moment, right? But also, right. who are they? What do you mean? Aren't those two like something else? 
Oh, you were out of the room. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Ozzy Ozzie Davis and Ruby yeah. D are yeah. a married couple in real life. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Who At least are I remember. They? I know you remember. <laughs> We meet the team. old school. That's old yeah. school Hollywood power yeah. couple right there before Will and Jada. Yeah, they were a power <laughs> couple back in the day. And before <laughs> us, which we're going to rise in their ranks. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So what was the next scene you're talking? Oh, with uh, Rosie Perez, we meet Tina. We meet her at home, and uh, she's talking to her kids. And she's saying, "Oh, she's father, arguing with her mother. Your father ain't no real father about her father, baby." Baby daddy, which we right. find out later on is Spike Lee. Right. We don't really know who the baby daddy is yet. Yeah. But we got a pretty good idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your daddy's a bum. He's a yeah. no good bum to the curb. Yeah. A bum. And yeah. then uh, we have the three guys out there. We did finally see them all together out on the sidewalk. And uh, um, Robin Harris, his, his character, is saying, Fuck Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson ain't shit. I remember when he mugged that woman right there on Lexington. <laughs> I love that. It might not have been too far from the truth, though. Yeah. Old, old Iron Mike was a kind of a bouncer. Or he was a he was a collector for the mob back in the day. Oh, yeah? He would be the guy to come and break your legs when you didn't pay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And then, now, don't tell him I told you that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, they're, they're talking about the ice cream. Edit that out. Yeah, exactly. Talk about, about the what? Talk about the melting of the polar caps. Oh and yeah, those yeah. you guys think he's just one of the guys nonsense. is like Jamaican or something like that, right. or Haitian or something. Right. Like that. The polar caps are going to melt. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to. I'm going to be in my boat. Yeah, and I'm not going to pick any of you lazy Negroes up. Yeah, <laughs> where you get a boat from? Yeah, <laughs> you got a boat. When is, when is polar cap supposed to melt? Sweet, Sweet Dick Willie says, "You fool! You're thirty cents away from having a quarter." <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, thirty cents away having a quarter. You got a fucking boat. Get out of here. And uh, this is uh, next we're in, in the pizza place, and Sal serves bugging out. It's the first time we meet uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito, yeah, the Chicken Man. Yeah, exactly. From Breaking Bad. Yeah. Also, yeah. what's his character's name in uh, Mandalorian? I don't know. Oh, he's uh, he's a he's he's a mall. No, he's a moth. He's, he's a, a moth. He's a, he's a moth. He's a moth. Like mm -hmm. grandma, you got grandma Target, Peter Cushing, but he's got his own lightsaber. He's definitely a moth, but you never you never see Grandma Tarkin do his thing. Which I never saw Grandma Tarkin do anything other than die. I think I love it when they digitized him in the newer movie, though. That was oh, that was pretty, pretty cool. cool, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't remember. His, I don't Google that right quick, somebody. This is Look the, up John Carlos He's also in the Boys. Oh yeah, the Amazon show. He's in the Boys. Okay, John Carlos Esposito. Ooh, he's he, the CEO of the, the right. of oh, Vault. Vault, whatever. Yes, okay. he is. yes, he's uh, Homelander's boss, baby. Okay. In that show, so I need to borrow some money from him. What's we'll, right? be, we'll be back right after this. Where is that? One, two, three, you're gonna four, pay five, now. Five, you're gonna pay on layaway. How much? You've been coming in here at least three times a day. What are you a retard? It's a dollar fifty. Yo, stop! Put some cheese in that motherfucker, man. Extra cheese is two dollars. Two dollars. Yeah, two dollars. Hey, you can forget that shit. Yeah. Damn, say so you cheap, man. Yeah, right. Yo, Mook. Mookie. What? How come you got no brothers up on the wall? Man, ask Sal, right? 
Hey, hey, Sal, how come we got no brothers on the wall here? You want brothers on the wall? Get your own place. You can do what you want to do. You can put your brothers and uncles and nieces and nephews, your stepfather, stepmother, whoever you want. You see? But this is my pizzeria. American Italians on the wall only. Take it easy, huh? And you, hey, don't stop me today. What? Yeah, that might be fine, Sal, but uh, you, you own this. Rarely do I see any American Italians eating in here. All I see is black folks. So since we spend much money here, we do have some sex. You looking for trouble? Are you a troublemaker? Is that what you are? You making trouble? Yeah, I'm a troublemaker. I'm making trouble. You're a real ball breaker. Who's coming in here looking for trouble, huh? Suppose I busted your head. How would you? Uh, Mookie. Mookie, you want to get your friend out of here? What, are you going to kick me out now? Are you, you going to kick me out, huh? No, I'm not kicking you out. You're kicking yourself out. What? Look, we want some brothers up on the wall, you Let's know? Go. Malcolm X. Nelson Mandela, you know, you're Michael Jordan. Come on, come on, get him out, all right? I'm trying to get him out. I'm paying for it. I know you paid for it. Let's go. Yeah, all right, all right. She's kicking me out. Beat me in the head, he's gonna kick me out, right? Yeah, okay, bet. Yeah, all right. Look, I paid for my. Look, boycott signs. Go, yo, boycott signs. I got your boycott swing. Boycott signs. Yo, what you laughing at? We're back here on the podcast on 100 Moves I Love, talking about do the right thing and. The uh, next thing we we're going to talk about was uh, we're bugging out. Um, gets a slice from Sal, and he wants some extra cheese. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, Sal, extra cheese is two dollars, so it's a dollar fifty a slice. Right, right. And extra cheese is two dollars. Yeah, yeah. How's that for Robert above? Yeah, you know, said good gosh. And Should an extra cheese be like fifty cents? Yeah. Damn, Sal, you're cheap. Yeah, and that's where he sits down. He looks up on the looks up on the wall, and he sees uh De Niro and Pacino and Frank Sinatra. Stallone and yeah. all these Italian it's Americans. Like, hey, Sal. Hey, Sal. We got no brothers on the wall. Yeah. That's the line. This I, is my place. Yeah. My pizzeria. I learned Italian Americans on the wall. I learned something ironic in that Giancarlo Esposito yeah. is part Italian. Yes. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It's a name. He's half Italian. Yeah. His, his, uh, his dad or his mom was an opera like. Uh, well, first Prince the same he was way. On Prince Mark, was the same way. His mother was a ten. Yeah, he was on Mark Brand's podcast like two weeks ago. Giancarlo was, and uh, yeah, he's half he's half Italian. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you a troublemaker? Yeah, I'm a troublemaker. I'm making trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the few movies that I can almost quote line yeah. for line verbatim. Is do the right thing, and uh, yeah. you know, it's like you get your own place. You can put your brothers, your sisters, your uncles. I don't care. Yeah, this is my step, pizzeria. I think he says your stepbrothers, your stepsisters, trying to like, like insult him too. <laughs> and what's great is uh, he goes out front, and Mookie's trying to calm him down. It's like, look, look, come out, come back in a week. This will all be squashed. A week, okay? you know, right? Because you know the whole he's neighborhood. Like, a week. The whole neighborhood loves the pizza. <laughs> right, right. They grew up on, like he says in like one he, of the scenes, the, right. these people grew up on my pizza. Right. My pizza. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it makes so great me feel good. He's pissed off at Sal, but he's like, and a then, week? And then uh, uh, John Turturro looks at Spike Lee. You talk some brother talk to him. Yeah. It's a yeah. brother talk. What is? What do you mean, brother talk? You know what I'm talking about. You talk some brother talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> it just shows how deep-seated some of these feelings are and how mm -hmm. they can come out on one of the hottest days of the year. Yeah. And uh, the scene where... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to – well, yeah, I mean, go ahead and say what you're going to say about that. Oh, I was going to jump ahead to the scene where everybody's insulting everybody racially. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's the cop? Who plays the cop? Uh, Danny Allo's son. Rick Allo. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Danny's son? Yes. Yeah. This Heiser better not be on again when I come back out of here. <laughs> There's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. yeah and, That's uh, God damn it. Yeah, and uh, – the guy who's driving the convertible, Vincent Pett's story from, you know, from the Sopranos and also from, he was in Casino. Was he in Goodfellas too? He was in one of them. Yeah, uh, he's a mobful. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a mobful. he's like, uh, you know, and Martin, that's what Martin Lewis and Steve White were like, no, go ahead, man, go ahead. You know? Yeah, and they wear his car up. <laughs> yeah. He's like from head yeah. to toe. He's yeah. like, look at me, I'm soaked. And he's complaining to the uh, cops. Like, what, what did they look like? Oh, well, yeah. They're two black guys. I don't know. So that name, what, what are their names, sir? <laughs> I don't know, Mo and Joe. Mo and Joe what's a Mo and Joe Black. How's that? So they were brothers. Right, right, right. Yeah, they were brothers. And he's uh he's like uh and he, he talks to the uh and at the end of that the uh, cop says, I suggest you get out of here before these people these people start to strip your car apart. Yeah. <laughs> and it's before this too, you see uh when they get the fire hydrant going, it's when you see Radio Radio Rahim go by and they stop it for him. Oh yeah, they make sure they don't want to. They're not going to get his boombox wet because that's Radio Raheem. Yeah, yeah. You know, say you don't mess with Radio Raheem. Yeah, yeah. And And that scene where he has the love and hate, the love and hate. Yeah, rings right both of his hands. Yeah, that's a pretty deep scene. It is love. Hate is just knocking folks out, but no wait, love is coming back. Yeah, like it's making it come back. (laughs) Love TKO hate. He says, "Hates kicking much ass." Yeah, <laughs> that's a scene. That's a nod to that's, that's uh, a, Night of the Hunter, the movie Night of the Hunter is where they that? got that from. Really, uh, Robert Mitchum movie, nineteen fifty five. Great Mitchell. movie. Where he plays a he is a he is a pre preacher, Pre- but preacher. He's got is he one, I can't tattooed remember. on one right. hand, tattooed on the other. Oh, yeah, right as the ring. Yeah. So uh, I never heard that's that. A dark, that's, for the time, that's a really dark movie. Really, that's a movie. piece of trivia I did not know. That yeah, that's where Spike borrowed that from. Yeah, and um, pretty cool. And they also got the a lot of the awkward, uh, disorienting, uh, disoriented, whatever you know, what I mean, Dutch angles in the movie from uh, the third man. The from? Yeah, that's okay. that's what the, I noticed. There were a lot of uh, stylized shots. Yeah, it wasn't just the straight on, yeah, pain and scan. And look, right. there's a lot of stylized shots, a lot of zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also used um, uh, what's it called, sterno cans near near the camera to make it the air look wavy, so you oh. can really feel the heat uh, mm-hmm. more of the day. And uh, it's like the heat of the day coming off the asphalt. That yeah, yeah, and uh, like Vito goes on delivery with Mookie, telling him to cook his brother's ass. They have a little conversation there. Um, you meet the uh, the Puerto Rican guys out there playing their music, and then Radio Radio Rahim radio comes battle. up. Yeah, or Radio Raheem. Yeah, they call it kind of chocolate and all this stuff. They tell, well, you got it, Holmes. He ends up conceding. Yeah, the Radio Raheem and Radio Raheem walks away, fist pumping, and the little kid gives him a pound. He's like, "Yeah, I won that battle." Yeah, you know, stuff like that went on in the streets back in the eighties and stuff like that when people used to carry around boom boxes. Mm-hmm. I had one myself, as a matter. Me of too. Fact. I used Me to have too. A boom box. Didn't extra have... bass, of course. Yeah, yeah. Today, like, extra woofer. Boom box. Why would anyone carry something so large? I've got 4,600 million on my playlist. Yeah. 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 But it was, it was the principle of the thing. Yeah. Oh, I had you know, too. then he goes into the 
Korean store. <laughs> 20 D batteries. C battery. Yeah. D motherfucker D. <laughs> D battery. Learn to speak English first, all right? Yeah. D. Yeah. You, 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 uh, you motherfucker, you. You all right. You all right. Give me the motherfucking battery. And they say, motherfucker, you. Motherfucker, motherfucker you. you. And he laughs like, you, you, you are all right. right. You are all right. <laughs> Let me see the dates on the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the date on them? Yeah. Matcha. Yeah. Ain't no matcha. Yeah. Speak English. Yeah. March, motherfucker. March. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and you got the I got the you got the white guy with his little 10 speed, he's wearing a Larry Bird oh, shirt. Oh yeah, steps on bugging out shoe. Yeah. His brand new Jordan. I think I think he rolled the bike over it. Yeah, he did. Something like yeah. that. And Steve Steve White's character was like, here right in his face, bug out his face, like Yo, man, your Jordans are fucked up. You know, just antagonize him, trying to get him more pissed off. You look at him, a righteous black man. I'll fuck your ass up yeah. two times. Quick. Yeah. Oh, and, and they're like, oh, you ain't going to fight him. Oh, yeah. And, and Martin Warren says, yeah, man, you might as well throw them shits out. Them shits is broke. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, well, why don't you get back to Massachusetts? He's like, I was born in Brooklyn. They all go, oh, uh, yeah, he's wearing his Larry Bird jersey. That didn't help my ass not either. No, no, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the the cops drive by in slow mo, staring down the three older guys. You know, saying what a waste. And but then the older guys are looking at the cops, saying right, what a waste. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, and then they're bitching about the Korean. So look at those Korean, Korean motherfuckers. motherfuckers over there. It's already got a business in our neighborhood. <laughs> Just off the book. Yeah. And then Robert Harris goes, well, where your business at? Yeah. I don't, I don't, where, <laughs> motherfucker, I don't see you doing shit. <laughs> what you doing? Yeah. And uh, after they complain about the Koreans, and Robin Harris gets up and it's like, I'm going to go give those, give them some more of my money. He says, hey, Kung Fu. You know? <laughs> yeah. He goes, Kung Fu. Get there. That speech there by uh, Paul Benjamin. Yeah. That's very topsy seesaw borderline of, I don't want them here. And, I admire they just came in and did it. Yeah. You know, it, it, he's, he's going back and forth, it seems like, in his, in his dialogue there. Like, you know, we should be doing that, but they've done it and they've done a good job. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'll give them my money, but it should be us. It should be our money. Yeah. But they're doing good. You know, there's like, yeah, the whole, you're right. The whole thing going seesaw it's, back and forth. It's, it's not predictable what they're talking about, the way they're talking about it. It's, yeah, not. it's like he's swinging yeah, back you, and forth. The, the, the iconic thing about this is when it was made in 1989. Mm hmm. And the same stuff is still going on. Well, they were talking right. about this. But I don't see what's wrong with it. I mean, like, if you really want to work hard for something mm -hmm. and you're really focused, you can do it. But pretty much only in America because you can't do it in another country. Mm -hmm. It's they, tough for another country. Yeah, you can't. Different, uh, you can't just come thing, up the But the thing from their perspective is that they just got on the boat and all of a sudden they got yeah. a store. Mm -hmm. How the fuck does that happen? Mm -hmm. Well, we've been here all this time. Yeah, we've been here all this time. But yeah. the whole speech there was a lot of uh, by them and not us. But they're doing good. We should support them. But it and, should be us. But it could be them. And the, if they wanted to, the if they really, really wanted to, Sal's it could be pizza them. Pizza was very similar with everyone. You know, Sal should have brothers up on the wall. But mm -hmm. we love our pizza there. We, we, we but, eat everyone. Yeah. Then his son Pino says, "Well, why don't we open the pizza place in our own neighborhood? Right. It's like there's eight pizzerias." Yeah. 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 What, what what am I gonna do? I mean, if yeah. What years. else am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? Yeah. I'm watching Sal's Pizza is here to stay. Yeah. And when he says that, you see his sons look at him like, 
And Spike Lee's looking at him like, Sal's Pizza is here to stay. Mm-hmm. And Jay comes in to get a slice, and Sal is yeah. being really friendly yeah. with Jay. Yeah. yeah. All the all the, the sons and Spike is looking yeah. like, what the hell is going on here? And he, he's like, and so Spike says something to him about it. Mookie says something to him about it. He's like, you know, Mookie, not for nothing, but if he was a little taller, I'd smack you in the mouth for what you're thinking right now. Yeah, yeah. But Sal is kind of friendly. He is. And he's like, she orders a root beer. He's like, you used to get cream soda, right? Cream soda, right? Like, he, you know, he's really yeah. friendly. He to knows him. what she orders right. to drink. Right. He knows that much about her. Everyone right. else who orders something, you get this and that's it. You want something else? I'm going to make you something special. I'm going to make you but something for her? special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but a I slice. Also, you know, I get, I get why he has just the Italians on the wall because it's an Italian yeah. place. And he says that. Right. But, like, at the same time, it's like, I get why the other guys are mad, but also it's like, there's been much his... money up in here, so we do have some safe with those napkin on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, but it's that guy's place. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, I, I get it's, both it's like, sides, and it's, it's kind it, of difficult to understand. Like, I think what Lee's trying to say is these are two separate arguments. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's the same argument from different sides, but it's two different arguments. Right. It just because they're arguing with each other, it seems like it's one argument. Mm-hmm. But they're each arguing different things, not two sides of the same coin, but a quarter here and a dime there. It's not the same argument, mm-hmm. you know, but because they're with art with each other. Just imagine if it ended peacefully and they did boycott sales. What mm-hmm. then? Yeah. What is Sal going to do then? Yeah. He's going to put some brothers on the wall, wouldn't he? Yeah. I think he would have had to. Yeah. You know, he would have had to put some brothers on the wall. He right. would have found some brothers who were he, Italian. America. He would have had to. He would have found the he had to fold. Right, Giancarlo Esposito would have been yeah, the Nobody would have came in. If, if, if they did what Bugger Not wanted them to do yeah. and boycott Sal's, mm-hmm. that's his clientele. Think about yeah. it. They don't tell you the Americans coming in there to eat. No. Yeah. It's a black and Hispanic neighborhood. They come mm-hmm. in there to eat every day. Mm-hmm. Three times a day, some of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's all they, they eat. Sal's pizza. If mm-hmm. they were like reasonable about it, I mean, they could have brought... They could have brought in some pictures that are framed. I mean, he could have put a Sammy Davis Jr. up on the wall and said, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, uh, Wayne Brady. White people like Wayne Brady. I think because Wayne Brady makes Brian Gumbel look like Malcolm. Sal puts up the famous Italian Americans and then puts, puts up pictures of people in the neighborhood. Right. All he had to do was get a picture from Smiley. And yeah. Put up Dr. King well, and Smiley Malcolm X. But Sal yeah. wasn't going to do that. But I mean, he probably would have if they brought in pictures. No, that if were they great. boycotted his ass like Bug and I wanted him to do, he would have done it because he had no choice. He wouldn't make no money. Or brought no it. Money. Well, yeah, but I mean, like at the same time, brought in pictures that were nicely framed that but, were ready to go to. We're jumping ahead here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ray right here gets choked out by the cops. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. But before that, he comes in. He comes in earlier in the mm-hmm. in, in the scene. Yeah. And Sal's like, Mr. Radio Raheem, I can't hear myself think. Yeah. Turn that drum up. They come up to sounds, there's no music. No music. Yeah. No music, no rap, no music. I don't know about you, but if I go to a pizza place, there's some music playing. There's probably Dean Martin playing. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Right. You're Sal. Right. You got your two sons there. You ain't got a jukebox or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a radio. Kind of weird. I mean, you would have play something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder everybody all crazy. They ain't got no music to calm their ass down. <laughs> yeah, that's See your weird. love daddy coming through the, the airwaves. Yeah, right. yeah he should have at least been playing that. Top yeah. 40, uh, Benny Goodman? Yeah. Anything. Yeah, something. Like, there's no music in my place. No music. 
Like, no wonder you so uptight. But he's got all those musicians up on the wall. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But he don't want no music. But you know, um, and Pino and his brother go into the the, the back back there, and they wrestling around. You gonna listen to me? Cause I'm your brother. You gonna yeah. listen to me? Like, no, why? Why should I have to listen to you? Yeah. Don't 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 turn into one of them. You're not one of them. You're not one. Of them. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I know I know you. No 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 no. Mm-hmm. They stab you in the back with a spear. Ah, so you know what? They get like, you. Yeah. Where do you even get this from? Yeah. Where do you get this from? And Why do I you love the scene where a movie comes up to Pino. Was like Pino, who's your favorite? Yeah, that's what I got. Who's do. your favorite ball basketball player? player? Magic Johnson. Who's your favorite comedian? Eddie Murphy. Who's your favorite musician? He, and, and he says he Prince. says Bruce. Like, but no, Prince. No, no Prince. 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 Yeah, yeah but but He's Magic. Like, it's different. Prince it's different. And, they're not black. I mean, they are, but they aren't. They're more well, than how black. Is that yeah. Different. And Mookie like they're says, more than black. And Mookie's like, your hair is kinkier than mine. <laughs> right. Right. He makes these, he points out these obvious <laughs> things. You know, I think deep down inside you wish you were black. Ah, <laughs> no, I don't. I yeah, mean. you wish you were black, man. I'm telling you, man, your hair's kinkier than mine. Think about it. Yeah. You know? More than black, I think they mean they're people. <laughs> you know? And it's like, but everybody's people. They're not black, they're more than black. What kind of asinine? Back was ass tape, but this is that. <laughs> People used to say the same thing about Will Smith. Will Smith isn't really black. Michael Jackson isn't really black anymore, is he? He bleached the skin, right? <laughs> he has a skin condition. It's like, but he's not really black. Remember when Michael Jackson was black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hot, tub, hot tub time machine. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. color is Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's... it's Strange people are strange, man. Mm-hmm. I think uh, in that scene there with uh, Mookie and, and Pino, mm-hmm. Spike Lee's point: the whole movie was right there. We're all more alike than we want to realize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we can just admit it, we're fine with each Get other. Get over that shit. We're fine with yeah. each other. There's but, one race, the human race, but it doesn't go that way. Pino doesn't want to go there to yeah. admit. He wants to stay with the way he is. He was. And Mookie, he hates coming gonna, there every day. And Mookie didn't want to drag him along. He's gonna like let him be. And so well, things and told him to smack him. Yeah, <laughs> hit him. And he said it in front of Sal. Like, hey, hey, anybody you need smacking around here? I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Said what are we talking about? Smack him. What? <laughs> so you know, it's like. He's telling Mookie to mind his own business, but when, in the, at the end of the day, that is his business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's part of Sal. Yeah, well, like, and like, Sal tells him, Mookie, yeah. you've always been like a son to me. Mm-hmm. There's always a place here for you with Sal's famous mm-hmm. pizzeria. And Mookie's looking like, shit, fuck this place. And they're looking like, shit, <laughs> fuck him. You know, it's like so many undertones that are so subtle mm-hmm. in the performances in there. Hell well, I noticed really that are. later on in the movie we'll get to it, but when just before everything happens, the four of them are standing in front of the pizzeria: Sal, Mookie, mm-hmm. Vito, Pino. Only one of them is wearing the Italian colors that says Sal's Pizzeria, and it's Mookie. Yeah, yeah, that's where he goes home, everyone takes a shower. Wearing the everyone else that's after the shower. So yeah, he comes, comes home, he Sal's comes back, shirt. and he wears the Sal and shirt. Everyone else is wearing. Uh, the other guys are all wearing. Uh, T-shirts and, and he asked Sal if he could get paid early. Well, the colors. Pay you now, I won't see you tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, uh, 
the white guys are all in these dull blues and grays, and Mookie is in these bright white, green, red, Italian colors with Sal's Pizzeria on it. The colors of the shirts mean something. Pino and Vito. Pino is really the bad guy, right? Vito is not. And Pino and Vito are wearing opposite shirt colors. Pino's wearing a white Pino, Pino wears all black, traditional villain. And but at, but at work he wears a white undershirt to signal his racial allegiance to the neighborhood. Vito Vito wears a black undershirt. And Vito's the, the nicer of the two brothers, essentially. And he's so that's friends with what the colors meant. He's closer to Spike's character. Right, right. Than the other brother. So that's actually what they're that's what their colors of them two had to do with. Was I didn't I just read that like yesterday. But yeah, yeah this is a subliminal thing. It gets in your head. Yeah. Those yeah. types of things. Yeah. That's what that's what makes a director like Spike so good. Mm -hmm. What he does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's the things you don't notice, but your brain does. Mm -hmm. Subconsciously. Yeah. Definitely. You know, just it's like I don't know, you know, like when, when when the guy drives by with the car, you know they're gonna wet him up. Yeah, you know they're gonna do it. Yeah. Why? Dude. Why does he even decide to go that way? He knows he's gonna get wet. Mm -hmm. You gotta know it. Why not just turn your big ass caddy around and go another route? Why not put your top up, roll your window? How about that? Right. And yeah. Then roll through. I mean, if you got time to sit there and yell at everyone, you got time to put your top up. But yeah. that's that's an example of the counterculture that we live in right now. The Karens. Yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the Kevin's. Yeah, he would be a Kevin. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that they're gonna wet my car up, but they better not. Yeah, they better not. Yeah, better do what I tell you to do, you mooks. Don't wet my car up because I'm an <laughs> Italian. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm privileged. Well, you better not. I'm gonna call police. No, mm -hmm. put your top up. Put your windows up. Do it. For or the go kids. down another street, Why? stupid. Do it for the kids because don't go kids, to you see you, you, you see a, a fire hydrant going spew 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 mm -hmm. are you driving your caddy with the top yeah I, go, I drive going? to a different street i uh, know they're gonna like mess up my said, car raise right right duh but, <laughs> but no mm -mm. But i didn't yeah. know what happened in brooklyn <laughs> not in brooklyn baby you know I mean, everyone stands their ground actually <laughs> you park at the bodega you go in and get some popsicles for the kids that's what you do no you don't <laughs> drive in brooklyn is what you don't do you don't drive in brooklyn you don't I'm, new yorkers don't even drive they take mm -hmm. the train yeah i kind of wondered about that because Mookie's running around delivering pizzas i'm like he but he's walking i'm like he's walking he, he's delivering the neighborhood <laughs> he, he yeah. told you know say you go you deliver six pies of five six flights of steps mm -hmm. see how you feel talking about i don't work yeah you don't work you don't do anything Mookie. you're late you're late you're yeah. like, you're like. <laughs> uh, it's like, I bet Sal told you to do it. Because when he gets there, he's like, Mookie, take a broom, sweep my front. I bet Sal told you to do it. <laughs> and then the other one's like, yep, sure did. Told him to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Uh, did, and this, what was so good about the performances is before people like John Tatour really got on mm -hmm. to be an actor, you really yeah. didn't know how good he was as yeah. an actor. Until that movie, yeah. This this movie is the one that opened my eyes to him. Yeah, and he's he's got a bunch of movies in my top one hundred. He's got he's got the, the first one to the I Big did. Lebowski coming out, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I think it maybe hey, already so came so out. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a bunch of movies in my top one hundred. He's got a couple of brothers that act too. Transformers. He was very memorable hmm. in his role in Transformers movies hmm. as the agent. 
Agent Section 7 or whatever the hell. I'm a big fan of the Transformers. Oh, man. You don't like nothing cool. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in Monk. I he believe was he was in Monk. He was Monk's brother. Hmm. Well, really? that's a guest star. That's interesting. They he was in it twice, though. Yeah. Where he was shut in in his house. He was worse than Monk was. And he was shut in in their parents' house with everything in boxes. Yeah, I think I remember that episode. I do not remember that. I only saw like maybe a dozen Monk episodes. I just remember Ted Levine being in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's well, on streaming? Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime. Prime. We just did that movie. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was heavy, yes. Yes. Which size are you? I was 14. Size 14. Yeah. It's on Netflix, though. I got to watch it again. Yeah. That, yeah. That's one of. That's one of those movies where you never get tired of watching it, yeah. even though you know how it's going to end. After you know what I'm saying? But some movies you can watch and you know how there's a twist at the end. Like, ah, I don't see it again. So you know, like Seven. Yeah. Seven is one of those movies where yeah. I won't watch it no more because I know what's in the box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seven's a movie I can watch looking for all those little clues. But yeah, everything up to the box mm-hmm. is fun to watch. But once you get to the box, it's like, oh. <laughs> but what kills me is I'm friends with uh, the voice actor Robert Paulson from Animaniacs mm-hmm. and uh, you know Ninja Turtles and a slew of other other things. Mm-hmm. But of course, when I did a I do a con with him, and every other person goes, "His name is Robert Paulson." I know it's so His annoying. His name is Robert Paulson. I'm like, man, you got to be tired of that. You like, know, at the beginning of that movie, you know, they did the um the 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 song, the opening credits. You know what the song is, right? No, it's Nine Inch Nails. Closer. It's a remix. I actually had somebody made for me the the Fight Club bar of soap Mm -hmm. with the words Fight Club on it. Mm -hmm. And I had always wanted to like do a picture like with my hands bandaged up like I had just been in the fight Mm -hmm. with the soap all soapy. Mm -hmm. Like the movie poster, but it was in that other apartment. Still on the way of all things. See, that's what I mean when I say I've lost some stuff that can't be replaced. Mm -hmm. That bar of soap was one of them. Gone. Yeah. And the thing is, the, the crew that they had to come in to clean up the apartment, they were putting more trash in the bags from the ceiling. Yeah, we kept getting like clothes and stuff and some of our things. Trash was going in ceiling. the bags with our clothes. And I was like, why is the part of the ceiling that I, I don't want that? <laughs> I did want my mother's clock that I kept from when she passed away in 2005 when she worked for the main company for 25 years. I gave her a gold plated clock with her name on it. I didn't get that back. But you give me part of my ceiling. Thanks a lot. But hey, and that's really weird. And I had to talk them into finding my Buddha that's sitting over there on the table. I was like, Buddha, you see a Buddha? Buddha, you know, Buddha, 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 Buddha. Oh, he's right here. Yeah. Give him my Buddha. <laughs> but the gold plated clock disappeared, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't have a receipt for that. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's priceless. There's no price tag you can put on it. My mother, she's gone for me. But, you know, I got my college portfolio. They got that. Anything got to do with Aquatino artwork, they made sure to get it. Because yeah. I told them, it's like, that's my life. That's my life. My life, you know, banner, yeah. stuff like that. Hang on the wall. They made, they made sure to get that. But, you know, I had like four Zippo lighters and none of those got recovered. We had a tablet we got from her father's dead friend. Nice, real nice tablet that, yeah. But some stuff fell through the hole though, to my neighbor's apartment, like down below. And I could I could actually see some of my stuff on his floor in his living room. And I was like, Did you get that? 
God, we want everything out of the kitchen. All we got out of the kitchen was what? The microwave? Yeah. No utensils, no pots and pans, not even the coffee pot. Just the microwave. And it was like, anyway, we're not here to talk about that already. Yeah. Right. You can edit that out later. All right. I wanted to mention uh, the, the scene where the mayor saves the little kid. Oh, yeah. The the little kid. He pushes him, and the kid just says, truck. the mayor shoved me. That's what he said to his mom. He what me. happened? Mayor yeah. pushed me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the boy was scared. Yeah. I, I didn't even think, think. I just acted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the mother whips She's like, you ass. don't tell me how to raise my son. Yeah. <laughs> After she whooped his ass in front of everybody. Like, yeah. Oh, why you got to do that? Oh, yeah. Man. You ain't got to hit the boy like that. Look, you don't tell me how to raise my son. I appreciate what you did, mayor. I really do. Yeah. But you don't tell me how to raise my son. But that's that's a typical sister for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ever seen any of them losing in the grocery store mm -hmm. and whoop that ass? What no matter what color they be. Yeah, I've seen them all colors, races. <laughs> Get that ass whooped in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. But you know, now they say you can't do that because of child laws or something going on. But some mamas don't give a damn. They will whoop that ass mm -hmm. in public and dare you to say something. Yeah, but that's just that's just the way it is, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about y'all. Did you see the video with the, the the guy who had his daughter down, like his her head was like between his knees, and she's like 14, 13, mm -hmm. something like that. This was on the news recently. She like ran away three times, and he decided to teach her a lesson by uh, strong arming her. And, and him and his uh, wife filmed it, mm -hmm. and they don't they still haven't decided whether or not to press charges against. Them. And I was like, I don't know what to say about that. No, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, it was all in the news. You didn't know the, the borderline child abuse. The girl's like 13, 14. She's ran away from home like three times. So he decides to treat her like her potential captors would treat her, I guess. Hmm. And his, her stepmother, his new wife, films it. And I don't know, man. It's, border, it's really borderline abuse because they're smacking around everything in the, in the damn video. So hmm. it doesn't look too good. He's like, I'm just trying to be a good father. And I'm like, I don't know. That's being a good father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Trying to teach her a lesson. Mm -hmm. But hey, I don't know. Good Hard to say. We'll be back right after this. Let me tell you the story of right hand, left hand. It's a tale of good and evil. Hey, it was with this hand that Cain iced his brother. Love. These five fingers, they go straight to the soul of man. The right hand, the hand of love. The story of life is this. Static. One hand is always fighting the other hand. And the left hand is kicking much ass. I mean, it looks like the right hand love is finished. But hold on, stop the presses. The right hand's coming back. Yeah, he got the left hand on the ropes now. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, it's a devastating right and hate is dirt. He's down. Ooh, ooh, left hand hate KO'd by love. If I love you, I love you. But if I hate you, there it is, love and hate. I love you, bro. Raheem, check the leg. Peace. 
20 de-energizers. 20 C-energizers? D, not C, D. C-energizers? D, motherfucker, D. Learn to speak English first, all right? D. How many you say? 20, motherfucker, 20. What the fuck you? Motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker you. you. You all right, man, you all right. Just give me the motherfucking batteries, all right? 20 D fucking batteries. Hey, what? Yo, wait, wait, wait. What's the date on them, man? What's the date on them? The date. The fucking date. What? Can you hear? Can you fucking speak English? The date. 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 The March. What the fuck are you talking about March? 1991. Oh, March. It's March, motherfucker. March. Yo, man, you sure that's 20? No, man. No, no, no. Take them out, man. Count them again. What? Count the shits again, man. Okay, we're back here on the podcast talking about Do the Right Thing on 100 Movies I Love. Uh, this movie on Rotten Tomatoes score was 93. Critic score was 93 for Do the Right wow. Thing. Wow. That's good. Yeah, very good. It was Academy nominated for it was nominated for an Oscar. It was nominated for Aiello for supporting actor and Lee for screenwriting. Uh, Golden Globe nominations for picture, picture, director, screenplay, and for Aiello for supporting actor. And it won uh, at the Palme d'Or at Cannes. At Cannes. Hmm. So it won. Didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. And the uh, budget was six million. Um, box office thirty seven million. And the uh, inflated box office on it, $78 million. So, mm. you know, it was a hit, not a massive hit, but it was a hit for sure. Um, and uh, so first saw the movie. So, Carrie, when did you first see the movie? In 1989 when it came out. I went in, to the theater. In theater? So did so I. I was in college at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, a lot of Spice movies like this one in school days. I was actually in college while he yeah. was doing these types of films. And that school days hits home for me because I play as a paternity. Yeah. So and I think I think Spike tried to play as a paternity and he either dropped the line or got kicked out. He got kicked out of Morehouse. I, I do know that mm -hmm. while he was in film school. Yeah. For whatever reason. But now he's like an honorary graduate degree. Yeah, you know, so this was a big, I'm sure this, this is a big deal when this came out, though, but, in college, for you? Well, I mean, for the time, it seemed like we should have been over that type of stuff mm -hmm. then. But it seems like we should be over that type of stuff now. Yeah. yeah. But we're not. Yeah. We're still, like, it's like we're still in the starting blocks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the finish line is, like, the hallway in Polar Guy, where she's trying to get to her kids. Yeah. Yeah, you're running. Yeah, you keep getting pushed back. You're running. You keep getting pushed back. You know what I'm saying? This is like some of it is our own fault and some of it isn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to point the finger to say, like I got I got a friend who went on the social media the other day and said Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group in his opinion. Mm -hmm. But he's my friend and mm -hmm. I know him personally. Yeah, and I won't even touch that with a ten foot pole mm -hmm. to talk about what Black Lives Matter is, but. Lives matter, black, white, whatever color they are. Mm -hmm. But we still need to realize that this this film was set in 1989, and the same things that happened to Wayne Raheem are still happening now. Yeah, and that's freaking ridiculous. Thirty yeah. years later, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And so, Paul, you saw it in theaters too. I saw it in theaters. Um, I knew Spike Lee films. I hadn't seen any. I heard the buzz on this, mm -hmm. so I go see it. Yeah. 
I did not see it in theaters. I saw it uh, probably right when it got released on VHS about a year later. And I better remember this because a lot of movies I knew about because of um, Siskel and Ebert seeing it on their show. And I remember Roger Ebert talking about how great this movie was. Did they agree on it, or did the I'm other? I'm pretty one sure they did. Didn't like it. I'm pretty sure know? they did. But um, sometimes they just agree, disagree yeah. to disagree. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they stuff. did. But I saw it a year later, and when I first saw it, I definitely loved it the first time I saw it. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. And uh, Leah, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Um, no. No. Okay. No idea. <laughs> All right. Um, now this movie was released June 30th, 1989, and this is this is a movie. The release date I always mention on the podcast, I did not have to look this up because there's an episode of the sitcom community, which I've been rewatching a lot lately. And Pierce, Chevy Chase's character on the show, who is one of his defining characteristics is he's a race. He's racist, right? He's got a mansion and he built a panic room in his mansion. And someone mentions that it was built June 30th, 1989. And at first they're like, and then one of the characters mentions, oh, theatrical release of Do the Right Thing. And they're like, oh, oh, that's why he built the panic room, because Do the Right Thing was released <laughs> that day. So that's why he built that. So I knew the panic, uh, the panic room thing, uh, the release date. Now, um, this is something I always mention with movies when they were released, stuff that was in theaters, okay? Okay. Usually I mention six or seven movies, all right? Had to be more than that. Well, here's the thing. This was from from my from my opinion. This was the greatest period in movie history when this movie was out. Okay, these are the movies that were out that summer. Okay, and listen to the. I'm not going to comment on anything till the end because there's a lot. These are the movies that were in theaters: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Dead Poet Society, Star Trek Five, Ghostbusters Two, Batman. Honey, I Shrink the Kids, Winking at Bernie's, Lethal Weapon 2, When Harry Met Sally, UHF, Turner and Hooch, Parenthood, mm-hmm. Sex Lies and Videotape, Young Einstein, The Abyss, Uncle Buck, Casualties of War, Roadhouse, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Earth Girls Are Easy, Friday the 13th Part 8, License to Kill. Damn. Wow. That's a lot what of Summer list. of 89 was the greatest. What a list. Yeah. I remember me and my buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in college, of course. Mm-hmm. Like this is 1989. We went to see Batman in the movie. Oh, theater. me too. Yeah. And we took a 12 pack of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck a 12 pack of beer in there. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I had to go see it again. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't, I was just remember Batman kicking ass. Yeah. And yeah. Did, I was like, I think I got to go see the movie again because I don't remember the nails. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking ass. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a great time. I remember going to see Batman in theaters in Kansas. I was living here in mm-hmm. Atlanta at the time. Yeah. But I went back to Kansas where I, been in high school and college, and all the whole gang were together to go see the movie. And it was the last time we were all together in one place. We mm-hmm. got that movie. Oh, man. Yeah. It was like some hit stuff going on there. Yeah. Yeah. The old, old crew. <laughs> after that, uh, minus the After psycho, that, the, the, the alien style killer. Mm-hmm. Some stayed in Kansas. Some one's in Taiwan now. Other mm-hmm. wow. places. It's, uh, and I'm here, of course. Yeah. Cool. No, but yeah, that was that's a, that's a memory you're never gonna forget. Is no, it's I, there. I, I wish there was a picture, but I have the memory. Mm-hmm. Right. Batman was most one of the most anticipated movies oh, yeah. for me in theaters for sure. Hey, I saw when I heard Jack movies. Nicholson got that role, I'm like, oh snap, it's gonna be good. Yeah, you yeah. know, because he already had a grin. Yeah, even though they put the wire in his jaws or whatever, but still, 
That's like that's 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 what made me so mad about the the Mack truck grill mask they put up on the phone for Spider Man. Oh yeah, so upset. Oh, the Green Goblin, the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that and the fact that the webs came out of his skin. I, I got used to that. The Green Goblin was more egregious to me. Anyway, <laughs> but they had if you if you look that up, they had the they had the mask design. They had the web shooters design, but they mm-hmm. didn't go with it. You know, when they can go with it. Sam Raimi want to go somewhere else. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Anyway, <laughs> talk about that. Um, and next, we talk about uh, we always talk about the director. Um, obviously, Spike Lee. bunch of bunch of movies. Um, I'm just listing most uh, a lot of. She's got to have it. School Days, Mo Better Blues, Jungle Fever, Malcolm X, Crippling, Clockers. He got Game, Summer of Sam, 25th Hour, She Hate Me, Inside Man, Old Boy, Black Klansman, and The Five Bloods. Um, some good ones in there. Uh, going back to Crooklyn, Delroy Lindo was. Oh, okay, dad. okay. Yes, yeah. Sir. Um, Summer of Sam, I remember seeing in theaters, and mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. I think the reviews were mixed, but I like that one a lot. That was a good one. Summer of mm-hmm. Sam wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. That, that's the thing about Spike. See, he mm-hmm. he, uh, he stepped out of the box on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, I like the way he thinks as a director. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how he thinks outside of being a director. Mm-hmm. He's kind of weird, which most directors are. Yeah, think about it. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't mind working with him on a project. But the Five Bloods is very good. Check that out and get a chance. Yeah, and that's on Netflix right now. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, on Netflix. it's a Netflix original. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And uh, I still say it to this day that he and Denzel got robbed on Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. That's in my theory, that's why they gave Denzel the Oscar for training day, because they kind of ganked him on Malcolm X. That if you remember Al Pacino won for single the woman that year. And yeah, yeah, those yeah. two performances yeah. don't Yeah, single for woman doesn't doesn't hold up all that great. <laughs> as far as the <laughs> acting comparisons, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, that they they see the Academy's very weird. They mm-hmm. did that because they snubbed him for Scarface. And they yeah, snubbed him right. for Scarface. Because the academy said it was too wild. Yeah. yeah. That was their excuse. But like, mm-hmm. even though he wanted to go to the Globe, usually when the actor wins the Golden Globe, bam, mm-hmm. that Oscar's in their hands. Yeah. Nah, not yeah. Scarface. <laughs> really? Yeah. What about training day? That wasn't violent? Yeah. <laughs> uh, time said you a change. Yeah. But Malcolm X, that movie was like iconic. That, that's definitely one of the Spike one. Academy Award for director? Uh, he was he been nominated. I don't think so. I don't think he's ever won. So. Nope. I don't think so. Black Klansman was up for yeah. it. Yeah. But he didn't win it. Mm-hmm. He walked out of the Oscars because of that, actually. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I'm like, now nah, you just going to be a big baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just going <laughs> to walk out of the Oscars because you didn't win an Oscar. I, I guess I get it, but yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he should have walked out yeah. because of that. But yeah. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing too in this movie, uh, almost every scene has something red in it. Um, Do the right thing. Mostly use reds, yellow, earth turns, ambers, trying to stay away from blues and greens, which have a cooling effect. Uh, so the colors are trying to heat hot, make you heat, see hot, the heat. The summer. Know the heat. Yeah. yeah. I did read some trivia on Tina, Rosie Perez character. Uh-huh. Although it's super hot, almost everything's shot outside. 
every single scene with Tina is inside. Mm. She is yeah. never on the streets. Oh, yeah. Nope. Plus, she got the ice cubes on her nipples. She, she got that baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Baby. Yeah. Because the father's a bum. Yeah. What job did she have? I'm confused. She was a mama. That was it. But she had her she mama ordered pizza. babysitting. She ordered a pizza and made yeah. sure Mookie delivered. And most of the time, the mama she probably was, was a waitress kids. somewhere. So I'm somewhere like, well, what are you doing then? Maybe she worked at a strip club. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. She's like bitching about him being a bum. She has her mama watch her kid. I and what? And she remember if there was actual dialogue. But I kind of thought she had, was in some kind of call center, maybe. Uh, maybe so. was, something maybe was, was weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Her, her yeah. job description was never covered. Yeah, I don't know. Um, now Spike Lee moved this movie from Paramount to Universal uh, oh, because yeah. Paramount, the ending Paramount wanted was Mookie and Sal to hug and be friends at the end. And Mookie says, Mookie, Spike Lee says this. I think this last part is just funny. It says, "Sing, we are the world." Which I don't, I don't think I, I don't even that last part, but he did. They Paramount wanted Mookie and Sal to hug. Oh they wanted a happy ending. Screw that. So they told him that on Friday and Monday it was moved to Universal. Like two days later, it's to Universal. Paramount. So we want a happy ending. We don't want those. Yeah. <laughs> no, Spike. No. You know, it's funny because uh, I don't think those two end up as friends, but I think well, there's some kind of detente there. They kind of do. A little bit when they start talking about the weather after Sal throws the money at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a big fucking man. Mookie's a rich man. He yeah. got his money. Yeah. But also, Mookie says, you know, it's 250, but he throws 500 at him. But then he, Sal goes, But how are you? Sal asks him, How are you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm hot to the motherfucker, but I'm all right, though. Yeah. He says, It's going to be even hotter today. Yeah. And then he asks Sal's permission. Mm-hmm. To go see his kid, like the, the the pizza place is still open. Like he's got to go to work. Yeah, it's okay with you. I'm gonna go see my kid. Okay, Sal. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so that was the daytime. Yeah, mm-hmm. right there, basically. And then I had a lot of people, mostly black people, who were they were confused. Why did Mookie throw the garbage can through the window? I'm like, are you serious right now? Are you really asking me that? Why did he throw the garbage can through the Did you see the same movie I saw? <laughs> I've heard a lot of different perspective reasons why he, he threw the garbage there. can through the window because Radio Raheem just got choked out by the freaking police. Mm-hmm. Well, I like, too, where they, they, they Radio Raheem and Bug Out walk in, you know, the music blaring, and everything's loud, and they're screaming, everyone's screaming at each other. And it's loud, and then you know when, uh, of course, Sal, uh, grabs, the Sal grabs the bat, and you know basically says kills his music, and it goes from everything's loud and everyone's screaming to silence, and then tension really yeah, ratchets right. up. You know, like he had he had to know what was going to happen. You right, see, Radio right. Raheem's yeah box yeah. You remember the scene earlier in the movie mm-hmm. where uh, Bugging Out is in there talking. Sal grabs the bat. Yeah. What if I busted your head? How's right. That? He starts and then Pino to... grabs the bat. Yes. From him. Yeah. Which is surprising mm-hmm. because you would think it would have been the other brother. Yeah. That grabs right, the right. bat from Sal, but it's Pino well, that grabs the bat, telling him to calm down. Oh, Pop, no, you don't want to. Well, do that right now. Yeah, and there's a great in that end scene where they're fighting, um, where uh, Radio Rahim is starting to choke him. He cut to one of the photos on the wall. It's boxing, and it's Rocky Marciano. 
American Italian punching, I didn't look it up, but punching a black man. Right in the middle of that whole scene, you see an Italian guy punching a black guy right, you know, real quick in the middle of that scene. It's kind of yeah, it's it's what's, kind of what's happening. If you blink, you miss it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, But yeah, that whole uh, scene with them, uh, you know, fighting and Smiley's there crying and, you know, like... Della Reese just has a nervous breakdown and just starts screaming, no, not again. Basically, she lived through it once. Yeah. And now here it is again. Basically, that's what Mm-hmm. That's what that scene was telling me. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Davis consoles her, and they ended up waking up in the same her apartment. Yeah, and that's the foreshadowing when I was talking about that he mm-hmm. said right. that you're going to be at least civil to me. And when she thanked him for saving the boy's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the people were outside when the you know the things about everything's about to just go crazy before the fire. They're saying names. Of yeah. people that have been killed Elmer by the police, Mega Evers, murder, murder, murder. Yeah, and they're saying all the names, and the, the mayor's there trying to calm people down. He's trying to calm, you know, trying to separate. Let me back up a little bit. You remember the scene where he's talking to Jade, and they're standing in front of the brick wall. He's telling Jade not to come in the cells anymore. And written on the wall is Tawana. Was Tawana. Right. Tawana was right. Yeah. Now Tawana, <laughs> if you know, there well, was an actual girl named yeah, Tawana, Tawana Brawley. Yeah, I remember. Who yeah. had said that a bunch of white men kidnapped her, raped her, and left her in a bag of feces. Yeah. And all this yeah. shit. Yeah. But nobody believed her. Right. And the cops right. was like, "You lying, lying." And Spike's opinion was that she told the truth. Yeah. I don't even know if that was ever resolved. I I looked it up again today, and apparently she probably really was a lie. But I know I remember being in the news a lot back then. But apparently, she really was lying, and she's paying. Uh, she's she was sued by one of them, like defamation of character, maybe or something. So apparently, officially, she was lying. But I don't know if that's even the truth either. Wow. So, um, but I remember that being to this the, day. So that's when Al Sharpton got got famous from that. I'm talking about it, you know, on the yeah. news and stuff. Yeah, um, that was a big thing back then. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But you know. It's, it just shows the go, you man, how far we have come and how far we have not come at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's why I wear this necklace, this yin-yang symbol around my neck. It's mm-hmm. like on the one hand, we've come a long way, baby, like Virginia Slims. On the other hand, not really. The more things change, the more they more remain the same. Change. Yeah. And you and then everybody's like, racism is really ugly head again. It ain't never going nowhere. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just something. It's, it's the elephant in the room that nobody ever wants to freaking yeah. talk about. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not saying that I was discriminated against for one reason or another. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could be the reason why Aquatine won't come back. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. You know, I don't got no ill will to nobody over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love to work with, but they always say, well, we'd love to work with you again sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear from. Some of the powers that be, yeah, but they ain't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, did, the woods. they didn't pick up Welcome to the Wing. Well, like I said, what, my theory on that is Nickelodeon. If it wasn't SpongeBob, if it ain't SpongeBob or Rick and Morty, nobody really cares. I guess I don't know. So you know SpongeBob is Nickelodeon. Roll the dice for a couple of things. If not hit it, uh, move on to the next one. But if if you if you look at the, the stuff they got on on the, on the networks now, it's like. Why did they cancel my show? <laughs> I mean, it was it was funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was doing good. Mm-hmm. I know why they canceled it, but I won't get into that. We're not here to talk about that. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know. We were uh, asking about uh, or talking about uh, why Mookie threw the trash can through the window. Yeah. Now I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But, uh, I've read mm-hmm. a couple of things on it. One was, one theory was he saw that the crowd was about to go crazy on sound boys. And so he refocused them from that. He refocused them mm-hmm. by doing that. I do remember that when the crowd was really getting angrier and angrier, the four of them were standing there in front, but Mookie walk, walked away as if uh-huh. I'm separating myself from them. And he went away. He thought about it. Then after a while. But the mayor, the mayor ushered the mayor, to the mayor, that. He took him to safety. The mayor immediately yeah. got in front of them and said, look, you don't want to do this, do this. Yeah. And no, just... Mookie thought about it. And then he grabbed the trash can yeah. and he threw it through the window. Yeah. And so one theory is he wanted to focus everyone's anger, anger on the shop on the... while the, the people and not could the walk people. away. Another is that uh, what I read about was that um, he wanted to show the neighborhood that he was he was more with the neighborhood than with South. Mm-hmm. Um, so that and it could be a well. Lot of, do you remember the line where uh, bugging out said Mookie, stay black? Yeah, right when they were kicking him out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could be that. Could be a bit all of it. I, I think it's a combination of what you just said and what I said not, about Radio Raheem. It's not just like not I remember the, I, the line that sticks in my head. Uh, the the one character said, "Kill him, kill him because he had a radio. Because he had a radio. Yeah, yeah. He killed because he had a radio. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a there's a guy in the news the other day that talking about he was he was a passenger in the car, but he, since he didn't have his ID and he didn't the cooperate lift, with the lift. police. Writer, yeah. You yeah. know, when I saw that yeah. picture, I could have sworn it was Muhammad Ali that was the boxer. It looked like he went a few rounds with Muhammad Ali from his eye. The way that looks. <laughs> you know, on the wall of fame, I could have sworn. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. It was a picture of Muhammad Ali up there. That's at, what I thought. But if it was, it wasn't a picture Sal put up. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. maybe Smiley had a picture of Muhammad Ali, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But now he finally uh, put the Malcolm and Martin picture up there. With the yeah, Smiley. And Smiley is the one that lit the fire, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. Also, remember Mookie's, when he grabbed the trash can, he says, hey, you know, contribute to the love, hate, you know, oh, jewelry. I, that, didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. The Radio Rahim's, he says, hey, you know. Which one wins out? Huh? Radio Rahim's uh, little spiel, which one wins out? Oh, right. Hate one. You know, yeah. he was hate. Yeah. And uh, remember, they went across the street to the Korean grocers. Oh. He's like, I like you. I'm black. I'm black. You know, I mean, I'm just he laughing. Black, he's like, uh, he's like, he's he's all right. He's a Korean lord. He's all right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he against Rocky Marciano? And that would be oh, the they, Italian that would be on well, the wall, most likely. Rocky Marciano, I'm sure, was the. No, Ali never like, fought Rocky. Marciano. No, no, he was too was different time frame. Yeah, they weren't. Marciano was way before. Yeah, Ali. But uh, could Marciano have? No, I didn't look it up, Jackson, but Joe Lewis would have been my would have been my guess, but I'm not sure if it was. I would think Rocky. Well, see, now you're talking about coming to America when they're in the barbershop arguing. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Exactly. Seattle, that's, Joe that's, Lewis is that. that's Joe Lewis. I said, "Why you loading him?" That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been actually him. Yeah, and uh, but remember uh, the the one scene that's really really just. Uh, when the firemen show up and they're putting out the fire and then they turn the, turn hoses, the hoses on the, on on the, the people, crowd. Yeah, crowd. That, that is, wow, that's pretty And that's crazy. when you see Della Reese break Rick, down Rick and start yelling, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah have yeah. her nervous break down because that yeah. takes her back to 
the days of the sixties. Yeah, the hoses and the dogs and shit. And that was that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah, and that's you know, that's mostly it. Like Smiley puts the pictures on the wall, and uh, Mookie goes back to get paid. And you see the the shot that's poignant too was you see Radio Raheem's lifeless body in the back of the squad yeah. car, yeah, being carted off. Because you see the cop choking him, but you don't realize this guy's actually tall enough to be holding him up. You don't, I don't think you, you know, and then you see his feet dangling and then that's pretty, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty rough because yeah. you see him choking him, but then you see his feet dangling. That's when it's like, wow. Okay. And he couldn't even say, I can't breathe because he couldn't breathe. He yeah. Couldn't even get enough air to say that. So that's one of the, that's one of the poignant arguments that they like, well, how are you going to say you can't breathe? How are you, how are you going to say that? How are you be able to say you can't breathe? If you can't breathe. Yeah. Easy, you can yeah. gasp. And say, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. You know, with your last bits of air, hmm. you say you can't breathe. Hmm. I was in a. I was actually in a, a vehicle that got pulled over by a state trooper in Virginia. My driver, who just happened to be white, yeah, was driving me to a convention. Yeah, and uh, we got pulled over by a state trooper hmm. in Virginia. And your father had called me. I was on the phone with your dad while the state trooper pulled my boy Lex over and was talking to him about some type of violation. He had a crack windshield, mm-hmm. but you know, it was Georgia plates. So we in Virginia. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. We're gonna, we got a Punisher van that says F Castle license plate and a big skull, which I painted on one side of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, most likely he was about to get pulled over. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but the state trooper didn't say a word to me. He didn't ask me for my ID. Yeah. He didn't ask me who I was. He didn't ask me nothing. Yeah. It was fine with me because I didn't say nothing to him either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, but why would he need any of that? I'm not driving. Yeah. So that, that was the thing with this guy that was in the ride share car. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm a passenger. Why do you need to ask me anything? I'm not driving. Yeah. Yeah. But the car had a busted taillight or whatever. So. Yeah. They figure they want everybody's ID or they just want the guy in the passenger seat. I see that was what I'm saying. This supposedly was a law that was passed recently about that. And then it was overturned or something. So I don't even know. Hmm. I don't even I don't know, know what this what the statute of limitations is on that type of stuff. But I know one thing. If I'm a passenger in somebody's car and you pull the driver over, why do you need to talk to me? If I'm the passenger. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah. riding with this person. It doesn't make sense. I ain't got nothing to Unless do you're waving a gun around or something, right. you know? <laughs> or if you might see yeah. somebody passing a blunt or something back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Even that's probable cause. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? There's so many crazy laws on the books of this state mm-hmm. that's still on the books. There used to be a law that if, uh, if somebody's supposed to watch the Hitcher Post in, the, in front of the mayor's office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might still be on the books. Yeah. You know what Hitcher Post is, right? It's where you put your horse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I first moved here, that was a law. It was on the books. Mm-hmm. Could still be. <laughs> but the age of consent was 14 when I first moved here, mm-hmm. too. So now it's 16, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to mention uh, also Steve Park that plays a Korean grocer. It's his third appearance on our countdown already. Yes. What else? He's play also plays the Korean bodega owner in Quick Change, the Bill Murray movie. And uh, he was the Japanese cop in Falling Down. And he got mentioned in Field of Dreams because his real, his wife, real life wife is Kelly Caulfield, who played 
Timothy Busfield's wife in Field of Dreams, and she was on she was on uh, in Living Color, and he was actually on there a little bit too. So he's already been on the podcast three times, which not many actors have. Um, and uh, so um, the tagline on this movie: "It's the hottest day of the summer. You can do nothing. You you can do something, or you can do the, right dot, do the right thing." So yeah. So who's your guy in this movie? Who's your guy? Who's your favorite character? Your favorite anything in this movie? Favorite character or girl? Favorite character. Mm -hmm. That's tough. That's a tough one because there's so many Mm -hmm. in it. I would have to say the mayor. I have to say Ozzy Davis. The mayor. The mayor. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he stops, Spike Lee, he says, not better. Yeah. Always do the right thing. (laughs) Got it. I got it. I'm gone. Um, Yeah. And then when the cops ask him about, they what are they asking about? They asked about the, the the guys that went up the car. Yeah. And he tells the cops, doctors, those that know, don't tell. Those that tell, don't know. Yeah. I swear I quoted that shit so many times with people. They just look at me like, yeah. what? Yeah. What kind of voodoo shit you yeah. talking about? I was like, yeah, that, that's what do the right thing, baby. Yeah. The right thing, and me being a beer drinker myself, I sympathize with the, the mayor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then when the kids come up to him and they talk about how he's drunk off his ass every day, yeah. he's like, can't be straight, marry a woman. You yeah. dare you criticize me unless you stood in your doorway, yeah, and heard your five hungry kids crying for bread, yeah, yeah, damn thing you can do about it. And there's something I can do about it, I do about it, I go get a job, I yeah. go do anything. Yeah. So, you got, you got the youth going against the elder statesman in the movie. Mm-hmm. Telling him how he's a bum. Yeah. And he's telling him, don't you call me a bum. Don't you call me that. You don't know nothing about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless you've been in my shoes, how can you judge me? Mm-hmm. I give you I give you an example of my own life. I was homeless on the streets of Atlanta for seven and a half months during the run of Aqua Team. This is 2008, mm-hmm. part of 2009. I got put out of the rooming house, which a lot of people are experiencing right now because of COVID. It's slumlords. Mm-hmm. They show up with black bags and put all your shit in and put you on the street. Mm-hmm. What can you do about it? You 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 already written a room in a house that is technically not on the books anywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. Somebody's either renting it or somebody owns it somewhere, but they're renting out rooms with this house. It happens. Mm-hmm. And I was living in one of the roughest neighborhoods on the face of the planet, the bluff. Time. So yeah. Uh, this is back when uh, Church's Chicken had a thing where you could go and get the mm-hmm. nine cent chicken deal. And this reverend was like giving out free chicken. He was like, give me a Bible verse. And he saw how I was dressed. was dressed real nice. Had a mm-hmm. shirt and stuff like that. I was like, I'll give you a Bible verse. Just, just not. Let's eat to be judged. <laughs> and he kind of looked at me like, oh, okay. Okay, time. Where's the Miller highlight? Where is the Miller highlight? No more highlight. You look what we have in Dubai. No more highlight. What kind of a joint is this? How come no more high life? Look, doctor, this ain't Korea or China or wherever you come from. You get some Miller high life in this funky joint. You buy another beer. The mayor. This flying shit tastes like cold pot liquor. But you're asking a lot to make a man change his beer. You're asking a lot, doctor. drunk. What did I tell you about drinking in front of my stoop? Move on, you're blocking my view. 
You are ugly enough. Don't stare at me. The evil eye doesn't work on me. Mother, sister, you've been talking about me for 18 years. What have I ever done to you? You are a drunk fool. Besides that, the mayor don't bother nobody. And nobody don't bother the mayor but you. The mayor just tend to his own business. I love everybody. I even love you. Hold your tongue. You don't have that much love. One day, you're going to be nice to me. We may both be dead and buried, but you're going to be nice. At least civil. Yo! Yeah. You almost knocked me down, man. The word is excuse me. Ah, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Not only did you knock me down, you used to buy my brand new white Air Jordans that I just bought. And that's all you can say is excuse me. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'll fuck you up quick two times. Two times. Who told you to step on my sneakers? Who told you to walk on my side of the block? Who told you to be in my neighborhood? I own this brownstone. Who told you to buy a brownstone on my block in my neighborhood on my side of the street? Yo, what you want to live in a black neighborhood for anyway, man? Motherfuck gentrification. Well, fuck. <laughs> As I understand it, this is a free country. Man can live wherever he wants. Free country? Free country? Man, oh I should fuck you up for saying that stupid shit alone. Yo, man, your Jordans are fucked up. Damn, man. You might as well throw them shits out. Them shits, it's broke. Man, they looked at the good before he messed up. He did this shit on purpose, man. He was even talking about your mom. Oh, I heard that shit to me. He's so wild. Yo, man, how much you pay for him? A hundred bucks. American dollars. A hundred and eight with tax. I give him a hundred headaches. Look, you lucky the black man has a loving heart. Next time you see me coming, man, you cross the street quick. I'm out of here. Yo, man, bring his feet. Take his bike. I should make you buy me another pair. Black Panther, who is that? Take his bike. Man, you're lucky I'm a righteous black man. Otherwise, you'd be in serious trouble, man. Serious. Fucking hell. Still want you move back to Massachusetts. I was born in Brooklyn. We're back here on the podcast talking about do the right thing and uh, talk about who's your guy. Leah, who's your guy? Um, not the brother that was that was crazy and wanting to fight everybody, but the other brother. One Vito. Yeah, the younger brother. The younger yeah, the younger brother because he's friends with everybody. And he's just kind of like watching everybody go crazy, not really sure what to do about it, but not like joining in on it and not trying to cause trouble, but just mm-hmm. kind of there like as a witness to mm-hmm. all of it that's going on. And the fact that he was cheering Spike on when he made his dedication to Tina and Dr. Mm-hmm. Love, yeah. Daddy's yeah. studio. And he's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And his dedication. This goes out to Tina. Yeah. yeah. And he goes and sees Tina. He's like, I dedicated something. So what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, he's he wants everyone to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 basically is doing the right thing. Not well, he's trying, but his yeah. brother's in the way. Yeah, and his That's brother's That's the problem. Yeah. His brother's in the way. But you know, he's trying to stick up for himself without I was hurting his Smack him. Yeah. <laughs> Smack him. But he's you know, he's trying to do He's trying to stick up for himself, but you know he's just, you know, trying to okay, do his best. Who's you know? your guy, Paul? <laughs> uh, normally, I do not pick this type of character, but my guy is Mookie for a number of different reasons. One, I thought Spike Lee did a great job as an actor. As, as an actor, yeah. While having you know how hard it had to be directed it for him to direct and act. But yeah. that's why you got to take your hand off somebody like that. Well, Mookie's character is the one that 
does seem to see a lot of the different sides for each of these other characters and can empathize with them and can communicate to other people. This is what's really going on. Yeah, I started to say Mookie, but that would have been too obvious. But, uh, say and, and that's the whole point of the movie but, is communicate. If you communicate properly, things would be fine. When you don't... Also, uh, he didn't take no shit. Yeah, he didn't. Mm -hmm. Especially Alpino. No, yeah. off nobody. He didn't take no shit off Pino. Not his sister, not the mayor. He took shit off Sal yeah. because Sal's the boss. Yeah. He had to take shit off Sal to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But you he, he even pushed back on Sal on this. A little bit, a little but, bit. But he knew that he knew the line. That he it, it was almost Sal. like he was the personification of the neighborhood. All these yeah. different personalities and perspectives all here, and he can project out to everyone. And that's what the whole movie was about. Mm -hmm. And when they. And, and when, what I like the scene is when they were trying to get in when they were closed. And Mookie was like, yeah. "Hey, you want to let him in?" And Sal was yeah. like, "Go ahead, let him in." He was like, yeah, man, Sal, ready to go home, man. Yeah. And then they they all come in and cuss Mookie out, mm -hmm. punk ass. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So the the movie was relevant on a whole lot of levels. Mm -hmm. It really was, and it still is today. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Sal. Sal's my guy. I just it was great seeing Daniello. He's so so genuine in this movie. He's he's you know, I mean he's an Italian American. Right, right. Didn't he just die recently? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he passed away. Like in the last year, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, like a couple months ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. Not only that performance, but his performance in uh Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights, yeah. I love his performance <laughs> yeah. as the cop. Yeah. In Harlem Nights. He got yeah. into that character pretty good too. Yeah. I remember him from the Leon the Professional, mm -hmm. the uh, the mob guy who kept the uh, the assassins money and helped. Yeah, the, here's a thousand dollars spending money. Yeah, and then when she comes back, he goes, "Oh, here's a hundred dollars spending money. Go buy yourself something nice." And it's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him that part. Yeah, but yeah, to me, Sal is, I think, the most iconic character I'll ever remember him mm -hmm. for. You know, yeah. it's better than Banks. Because Banks get knocked over. Nobody knocks over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but Sal, you know, he just he personified the character. He, mm -hmm. he was Sal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Period. Nobody could have played played that one. No. I don't they think wanted, anybody could have They wanted De Niro, they wanted uh they wanted uh, uh Pesci, they wanted uh, Pesci might have yes. been able to pull it off though. They wanted uh, what's his name, uh, Mike Corleone. Pesci oh, be kind of laughing too much about him doing it because yeah, I don't know. They they bring well, he'd bring too much pissed off. Like him and Al Pacino would bring too much pissed off. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Sal no, wasn't they cast that, it right. They cast yeah, because right. Sal cast wasn't it. as you know he was it was hot and tired, mm -hmm. but not as much pissed off. And right. so I like that. It's more sympathetic. Yeah, more trying to, you know, run a business and raise his two boys, you know, mm -hmm. but Al Pacino or Joe Pesci would be more I don't know. angry, you, probably. You can't really say that. You never know how Al would approach a role. Mm -hmm. He, he might have made it his own in a different way. Mm -hmm. I don't know about really? Sal being the guy. I think he exploded too easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, big, he did have a temper. Fight. Yeah. Um, he had a temper. And if Sal had just said nothing but smashed that reader to bits and said no music i probably would have ended it there but no the went, fact that he smashed the radio but, was he, a went, problem. but he went over <laughs> you know, that was a bit of a problem no i think from the beginning the biggest problem was extra cheese should have been 30 cents yeah two dollars 
I mean, for extra cheese and a slice is a dollar fifty. How much is a whole pie? Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you a secret here. Okay, I used to work for a big national pizza chain that delivers. Mm -hmm. I won't say which one. Papa John's. Uh, Jason also <laughs> worked for the same thing. Uh -huh. Let's say you ordered a pizza that was uh, ten bucks and it was mm -hmm. uh, cheese. Every topping cost you a dollar twenty-five. But the thing is, the more you put on a pizza. The more the, no, less you fish the guests of each portion you get because you can't put too much on pizza, falls apart. You go to break right. it up. Yeah. So, if you got a dollar extra for pepperoni, by the time you add, say, 10 different items, that pepperoni is no longer the dollar amount, it's maybe like a quarter of it, it's a quarter for everything, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you still get charged the dollar for everything, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, but it's nice to eat nine extra cheese at two dollars. Come on, yeah. Sheesh. That's yeah. the whole thing. And, and I mean, was, it probably would have been fine. And if that was, was it when he tried to put a parmesan on. He's like, and that yeah. was on a slice. <laughs> Grabs that. I'm yeah. like, damn, yeah. Yeah, you cheap motherfucker. And that was $2 on one slice. He was giving him one slice. <laughs> You're right. Taking one slice. Of, I mean, we're extra making cheese a whole is $2. pizza. And yeah. Now, that would make sense if extra cheese on a whole pizza yeah. was $2. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would make more sense. But on a slice? Mm -hmm. Good gosh, man. <laughs> what a fucking inflame. Mm -hmm. But then again, a lot of pizza places are crying now because they're running out of pepperoni because everybody's sitting at home ordering pizzas. Yeah. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, pepperoni is a pepperoni shortage right now. Yep. Because everybody wants pepperoni pizza delivered to their house. Yep. And they run it out. Yep. Mm -hmm. You hear that, Sal? Order some more pepperoni. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. So who's the villain in this movie? Hmm. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relist my top right. 10 while you think about it. Number 10 is Jack from The Shining. Then you have Nazi Germany from Great Escape. Rusty Nail from Joyride. D. Fens from Falling Down. Buddy from Baby Driver. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Bricktop from Snatch. The Xenomorph from Alien. Nurse Ratchet from Cuckoo's Nest. And Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. So who's the villain in this? You could say P. No, that'd be easy peasy, lemon yeah. squeezy. But I'm saying the heat. The freaking heat. That's good. Yeah. It's hot. I agree. Everybody talking about how hot it is. You know what he do to people? Yeah. It drives them nuts. Yeah. Everybody yeah. hot. Nobody AC working. They talked about it at the beginning of the movie. The AC ain't freaking working right. Mm -hmm. Sounds I'm going to kill somebody today. One of the first lines of the movie. Yeah. There were a lot of good people who did bad things since we movie. Uh, Smiley's lit the fire. Yeah. Uh, Mookie threw the trash can through mm -hmm. the window. Mm -hmm. uh, Sal uh, busted up uh, the radio and... Uh, and attacked Radio Rahim. The cop killed Radio Rahim. There are mm -hmm. so many people who mm -hmm. were the wrong person to be at the wrong place and mm -hmm. did bad things. Mm -hmm. uh, but I agree, the heat. Yeah, that Probably makes the sense. Thing that, uh, that that brought out the worst in everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, and made it all bubble up like hot cheese on pizza. Yeah. I can't decide between Pinot and, and Mookie. Because mm -hmm. Mookie knew what was going on with every single person and did nothing to try to make it better. Mm -hmm. He could have talked to other people for other people, just been like, hey, all he wants is this. I don't and he know. just like, I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. I have to disagree. Mookie just wanted to get paid. I just want to get paid. And he's like, <laughs> I just want to get paid. And every time he was going to make a delivery, he's like fucking around instead of making a delivery. Yeah. Sal knew what he was doing. Yeah, Sal knew what he was doing. Sal he was pissed knew. off about it. And it's like every single person is like taking too long but, to deliver the damn but pizza. At people the same are time, just pissing people off. At the now. same time, who else was he going to get to deliver those pizzas? Think about it. He needed Mookie. 
but it's still annoying. And he's Mookie being annoying sad. about it. I know, but he's being annoying about yeah, it. He said but he's done she... his fucking job. <laughs> stop fucking around. I sound like Pino. <laughs> I know. Stop, stop fucking around. Do your fucking job. Okay, so Pino pisses me off because he's doing some work, but he's bitching about how he ain't doing Pino ain't do shit. But also, full like, a few pizza boxes. The whole also, like, movie. He's talking about hating other people. Just, just because he knows. I mean, you don't fucking know. You don't know these people. You're not stop. You know, you're not stopping and fucking. You know what scene people. I like? It's really iconic, and the way he looked. And Sal goes make a pizza, and Pino's just like, "What?" I know, <laughs> you know? And it's like make a pizza, do something. I <laughs> you know do something, <laughs> and then like he finally does something, and it's just folding napkins, and he's sitting there. And I love to see where the uh, Mookie's on the phone. He's talking to his girl. Mm-hmm. As soon as he hangs up, in yeah, order to come in, rings. see yeah. daddy. Yeah, yeah. Mookie's messing around the phone in order to come in and daddy hello just mouths it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. He's like fucking around. He's like tying up the phone. He's not making deliveries on time. People are hungry. They're probably getting the pizza. If I want to take so a shower long. in the middle of the day, fuck Sam. Yeah. I know. And it's like, dude. <laughs> and it's like, dude. But who hasn't said fuck their boss? Everybody yeah. said it. Yeah. Fuck them motherfuckers. I can do this. I can take a shit on the clock. <laughs> you know, that, that, in the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. I've worked at restaurants. Mm-hmm. And believe me, you be. I've worked in enough districts at this time to know. They want you to clock out and you take a smoke break. They want you to clock out and you take a shit. Mm-hmm. Take a pit. They want you to clock out. You think people doing that in the restaurant? Hell no. They ain't doing that in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I worked at a restaurant that would dock you if you showed up 15, 20 minutes early for your shift. Doc, you pay. Take money away from you because you showed up too early. Now, what kind of crap is that? You would think you would want your employees to come in early to get a jump on the mm-hmm. evening, right? Yeah, but that particular restaurant is closed. Yeah, what the, that's what I'm much. saying, though. Yeah. What I'm saying, though, that, that was one of the policies that really freaked me out. Yeah, they <laughs> closed like, like, a, like two weeks later. Not somebody paid for showing up early. Mm-hmm. Showed up 45 minutes. Oh, so, so who's the villain? Is it the Heat? I said the heat. What did you say? I think it's the heat. Yeah, it's the heat. Uh, okay. It's the heat. The heat caused everyone to go insane, crazy mm-hmm. yeah. for a day. Uh, but for the next we can blame year. somebody else this fall after November 3rd. Yeah. Well, we could, <laughs> we could blame the landlords that own all the buildings in that place because uh, didn't they were never going to Sal said that he owned the building. He built it up. He built it with his own two hands. And he was waiting for the air conditioning because he had to take care of it. So he had to get the air conditioning guy in. Who didn't show up again. Yeah. So then it's the HVAC people. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I agree with the heat. Uh, The the whole thing starts with it's a hot day. You know, it's easy to say fuck the police. And he he (laughs) said colored the movie for the heat. They they had a special sternocan effect for the heat. Yeah, um, he he made it a palpable character. Yeah, yep. affecting everybody. He put these people together under the dome in a bottleneck. I mean, we keep our house pretty cool, but during that movie, man, I was sweating on it. What? <laughs> wait a wait a minute though. What about the other apartment where the heat wasn't working? The AC the wasn't AC working. Was working. Was that we had to get mm-hmm. air conditioning units out of our own pocket. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'd have gone stir crazy up in there. Mm-hmm. Look. She likes to keep the air conditioner, the fan, mm-hmm. all that on at night. So I have the window. Her Nordic in blood, you know. Yeah. I got the window. Me being an African room. descent man, it's too cold in here, man. But he's gotten used to it. Yeah. 
So does it make my top 10? Does the heat from this movie, is it evil enough to crack the top 10? You know, we have war. Yeah. We have Nazi Germany. Nazi Germany. We have Jack from The Shining. We we had war on there from Three Kings. Right. It just fell off the it list. It fell off the list. Yeah. Um, is the heat villainous enough? You know, my criteria is it has to impede the heroes. You remember, you yeah. remember Ghostbusters 2? Uh-huh. When she went and saw Egon and he was doing a test with the family and he turned up the heat really high in the room. It was his family. And then he was like, let's bring the puppy in. I can't remember now. It's been a while since I've seen it. That was the one with the picture and the river of. Yeah. Egon was doing this test with his family. Mm -hmm. This is husband and wife. And they would, they, the higher he turned the heat up in the room, the more they would argue. Yeah. And then he was like, let's bring in a puppy and see what happens. And they're like, oh, oh the puppy. Yeah, because, I mean, I kind of, I mean, the heat's got to be worse than Jack. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even think that Jack is the villain in that movie anyway. Well, he is, according to us. <laughs> yeah. Because in that movie, it was wasn't. Jack? What movie? In the, the Shining. In the Shining. Oh. Because it wasn't. No, there was no heat. It's cold. No, because it wasn't It wasn't Jack as the villain. The hotel was the he, villain in yeah, that movie. Yeah, the hotel was the villain in well, that movie. We decided it was Jack, so that's oh, okay. not up for debate. Well, Jack succumbed. But, but the Heat can be more evil than him. The Jack, the Jack succumbed to the whims right. of the right. building. Yeah. See, a building can be mm-hmm. a evil. villain. Yeah, definitely. If you've ever lived in a in a house or an apartment that you felt or been in middle school. area. Yeah. I think the Heat makes our list somewhere near the bottom. From this movie. Uh, so who did who did the bottom three right now? Uh, Jack? Jack, Nazi Germany from Great Escape, and Rusty Nail from Joyride. Rusty Nail. I haven't seen that movie, Joyride. I used to go to the Rusty Nail restaurant here in Atlanta. Because of oh, all the destruction, Sandy Springs. That is caused in the end. I don't have to say that the hero here has got to be the neighborhood mm-hmm. because there's too many. Oh no, I disagree. Senior love daddy. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. He's the hero. Y'all got to cool that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the double truth, Ruth. For me, in the, yes. in the story, the yeah, when they were doing the, the firemen were doing the hose. Yeah, hey, yeah, that's my hero. Yeah, that's my hero. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. I'll be just great. See, in my in, in the way I look at it is, in, it's a hero's journey. The whole movie is the hero's journey, and there aren't too many really redeemable individuals who carry that path, that story, except. The neighborhood does. Right. The neighborhood is there at the beginning. Everyone's about the neighborhood, even the the fire and the and the death. And well, all that the is real all the hero is but what I'm the saying, mayor. But what I'm saying is because he actually saves a life. He well, didn't have to jump. What I'm saying car. is the story is the story of the neighborhood, and it is the heat mm-hmm. that is attacking the neighborhood and causing all of this because we've determined that the heat is the villain. So if you look at the heat as the villain. The hero is going to be the neighborhood itself, yeah. getting through the day mm-hmm. with all the various characters doing their parts to be good or bad or different. And uh, I'm afraid I'm going with this. The man is well, the hero because of two reasons. Well, One, he saved the kid from the car. Yeah. Two, he helps the, right. the three other characters from getting pummeled by the mob. Yeah. Well, we and he talks them out of the Korean store yeah looting as well so right. that's three reasons well the point is we know that heat's the villain we need to know is it 
doesn't make our list. That's the thing talking about now. Well, it's your list. You can do yeah. what you want. No, but, you know, once you're doesn't make your list. You know yeah. what you should do? You should change it to the top 20. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's enough effort. Doing it yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's tough sometimes to, uh, what, 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 you trying to decide where to put the heat as yeah. a villain yeah. on your list? Yeah, yeah. Based on what we already How have. How many villains you got on your list? It's, it's always the top 10. Right? Oh, top, top 10. 10. Well, so what's number 10 right now? Jack from The Shining. Jack from The Shining. And uh, then Nazi Germany from uh, Great Escape. Great Escape. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Rusty Nail. Yeah, from Jorad. Okay. I think it goes above Nazi Germany from Great Escape. Yeah, I agree. I think that's where it I goes. Agree. I think yeah. the heat is more, uh, changes more. Yeah. Uh, it's more personal, more personable, yeah. more intent. Mm -hmm. Not intent, but you know. Intense. And you feel it just by watching yes, you feel it. Well, you know, there's three dichotomies in theater. You got man versus man, man versus nature, and man versus machine. And this movie is man versus nature because of the heat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Duh. Now, if you look at a movie like, what is it? What's the movie with Emilio Estevez when all the machines? Oh, uh, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum mm -hmm. Overdrive. What the hell happened to Emilio Estevez? <laughs> he is actually uh, directing and occasionally. It's just kind of dropped off the radar, didn't he? Or is it just me? Uh, no. Uh, I think Charlie rose up and uh, he stayed down. He, yeah, he, he but directed. no, he was hot in the 90s now. He was doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, Mighty Ducks was big. And, uh, uh, loaded Weapon 1. Yeah, with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, and he even the next a, thing you know, he had an uncredited part in the first Mission Impossible. Really? See, well, uh, I'm sorry, but I couldn't follow that. Mm -hmm. I, I won't watch it to this day because I couldn't follow the plot. But the first Mission Impossible movie with Tom mm -hmm. Cruise, three is my jam. Three, I love three. Mm -hmm. With old boy who died recently as the the villain. What was his name? Oh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. He owned that role like no other in that mm -hmm. movie. He just played the hell out of that role. And I love the bomb in the nostrils. The thing, mm -hmm. the bomb right there and everything. Yeah. And how Tom Cruise had to tell his wife to defibrillate him and bring him back to life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I trust cool. you. Can do it. Yeah. I would put the, the heat above Nazi Germany. Okay. So like number what? Uh, nine spot? Yeah. Be nine. Kicking Jack from the Shining out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That, that sounds good. And then uh, it's time to talk about the list. Uh, Carrie, where, where would this be on your top 100 list? 50. 50? Yeah. All right. Am I close? No, that's <laughs> your list. That's your list. Oh, my list. Yeah, oh, your uh, list. Your list. I thought we were talking about yours. We, we Not yet. To that. Yeah. Hmm. Where, where would it be on my list? Uh, I put this in top, uh, top 25. Easy. Okay. Uh, just well-made movie. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, my list is really extensive. And based on things that are going on now, it's a timeless story. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, no shit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, now uh, you got me thinking I need to move it up. And, uh, <laughs> and you know what? Same thing. It's also uh, almost allegorical. The fact that uh, things aren't changing too much or haven't changed overall too yeah. much. Yeah. That's the sad part about it. I mean... Where would it be on your top 100 list? Yeah. Where would it be on my list? Uh, I think you like it a lot. Um, I think it's in top 50 somewhere. Not too many in the 30s. Let's go with 33. Okay. You guys want to guess where it is on my list? Sure. I think it's number nine. Number nine? Okay. 15. Here. All right. Number 30. 
Oh, Seems huh. close. Number 30 close. on my list. Price my is right. On my list, it's 425. Oh, okay. 125. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, I'll watch five, it a few times. And I'll at least, you know, watch 30, it a few times and carry. 30. 30. 30. If you want to order one of his commissions, you want to find him, Carrie Means, on Facebook. It's got a black background, and it's got his picture on there with his other characters. Commissions start at 180 if you want the basic aqua teens and doing the different things. But if you want something more um, comprehensive, it goes up from there. Um, if you want him to work on one of your projects or whatever that you're working on YouTube, something low budget like that. Make sure you have your budget together before you contact me. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Do not start. I want to hear about what you're pitching and not what you're trying to get money for. I want to talk to me when you got the money. And we don't want to hear about things that you're thinking about making either. Yes, because those exactly. are just, it's when you got the money, you're you ready to go. You got your budget, it, you're ready to go. And you got the script, you're up. ready to go. Yes, please. <laughs> if you're working on something really big and you're like one of those big producer peoples, you can find him on IMDb and contact his agent through the IMDb Pro. Mm -hmm. um, and for your your lady friends out there, the ladies listening to this, if you're into jewelry and stuff like that, Cute Goth Pirate on Facebook. I got all the different kinds of things. Cute things, goth things, pirate things. Skulls and crossbones, and cute little bunny rabbits with pink pearls and, and mermaid and stuff, stuff like that. And yes. dolphins and yeah, sea creatures, tortoises, like and so. snakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe all kinds of things. Like well, I've got dragons too. Dragons. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got snakes. You got snakes. Snakes and bears and dogs and cats. I got a snake for you, baby. And owls. <laughs> <laughs> And parrots and parakeets and things like that. And a partridge in a pear tree. Um, <laughs> mostly silver. Um, I also think do, about it. Got Halloween coming up, Christmas time. Yep, I Get got your orders in now, folks. And spider webs and witches and goblins and pumpkins and all kinds of cool stuff like that. So check mm -hmm. it out. Really inexpensive mm -hmm. jewelry, but my taste, I would wear every single piece, and I do wear a lot of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the phone or Facebook knows I'm here. I type in Carrie. The first thing that pops up is Carrie Means. Yeah. Searching for you. Because <laughs> you're in my house. You're in my house. It could be. Could be. Or it could just be your top of the list. Oh, cool. Well, yes. a lot of people have been searching him lately because well, of that, that you know, YouTube I, video that came out. I'm sure Mariah Carey popped up. Jim Carrey <laughs> popped up. All that. Yeah. Yep. That's, oh, that's me. Yep. Yeah. That's me right there. That's it. Paul, do you have any plugs? Um, not that I can think of right at the moment. Uh, mm -hmm. Watch any other Spike Lee movie, uh, anything with uh, John Turturro, mm -hmm. um, Danny Ello, uh, any of the great actors here. Giancarlo Esposito is in everything nowadays, yeah. so you can pretty much watch anything he's in. Yeah. Uh, from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The Mandalorian, the boys, any movie out there. The usual suspects. Usual, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the usual suspects. Yeah. Went back with that. The doctor, or not the doctor, but I the saw cop that, in, in the. I saw that once. Yeah. And not that I watch, wouldn't watch it again, but I probably need to watch it again because I kind of forgot it, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good movie. Mm -hmm. But uh, Leah and Carrie, thank you for uh, being with us on our podcast. 
And um, thanks for not making us come all the way out to wherever you live. Yeah, yeah. You're thanks welcome. for having us. <laughs> Timbuktu or wherever yeah. it is out yeah. there. Was it like where's you? Loganville? Right, right. Oh, That's and way up seventy-eight. More like Snellville. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, I'm gonna drop the teaser in later. Yeah. Um, and uh, this has been 100 movies I love. Oh, 100 movies you love. 100 movies Jason loves. <laughs> Word. Okay, and next week, uh, next week on the podcast, uh, check your blood work. Uh, heat up the blood torch. I really wish you you learn a little bit more Norwegian. And whatever you do, don't pet the dog. Uh, that's right. Next week on the podcast, we're talking about The Thing, the John Com- Carpenter, uh, Kurt Russell version, 1982. So that's next week on 100 Movies I Love. 100 Movies You Love. Just killed your fucking radio.